what up? Welcome to the Private Suite Magazine interview series. It's Indy Advent coming at you with an awesome exclusive interview today with none other than Business Casual label. Also, the gentleman who runs the label has a project. If you didn't know, he goes by Christ and his name is John. Welcome to the show, John. It's a pleasure to have you here. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. Having a nice evening. Yeah, I'm just sort of chilling out. Sweet, sweet, sweet. What did you get up to last night? Um, what did I do last night? Um, I was... What was I doing last night? It's so hard to remember sometimes. Oh, 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 oh. I, I bought a new lamp the other day, and I was switching out a couple of the parts in it and, you know, refurbishing it because it's... One of those sort of Memphis-style uh, lamps from the you know late '80s, early '90s, and sick. It's really cool, but it was really grimy and disgusting. So I had to take it apart and clean it up, and I'm waiting on some bulbs to come in to make sure it works. But nice. That was a That's bulk cool. of last night, I guess. Yeah. Do you buy a lot of lamps? You know, recently I have actually. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I bought, I bought like four lamps in the course of like a month, a couple like like, like a couple months ago. Then again, I just moved into this new place, so okay. I was I was sort of just buying lamps because you know I was trying to light the space. I live in a basement apartment, so it's kind of dark down here. Yeah, you don't have I, lights everywhere. I like my light. Mm-hmm. Um, As Porter Vong says, got to have that light, especially in the morning. It's good I, for your eyes. You know what, Porter Fong's he he's he got he's got it right. He's got it right with the light. <laughs> Snap. Anyway, so you got some sweet lamps. Yes. Nice. Cool. Do you ever post like pictures of your lamps and stuff? Uh, not really. Um, no. I they are cool enough that I could post them. I did a couple of. The ones I picked up a couple months ago, I got four of the same one. Um, you should cause... document your restoration progress. Well, <laughs> it, 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 it's it's already done, so it's a little bit past that. But these yeah. I, these lamps were uh, Michael Graves lamps from the early two thousands. They're gooseneck lamps, and mm. they're white, and they got a big orange button on them. They look pretty cool, if I do say so myself. But uh, other people might look at him and be like, ew, gross. <laughs> Minimalist garbage. <laughs> yeah. No, I got to see him now. Well, uh, I'll send you a picture later or I'll Sweet. post him on Twitter or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So where are you at? Where are you living? Uh, well, I've been living in Pittsburgh the past, like full, full time the past like four years. But I've been in Pittsburgh the past seven and a half years almost Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Pennsylvania yes Pittsburgh Pennsylvania yes magical land oh yeah um I I grew up in New Jersey but um mm. you know I lived in the middle of nowhere on top of the hill so yeah beautiful place nice neighbors nice people um but friendly uh folk. yeah friendly folk but uh I I kind of like living in a city Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. And when I was going to school, it was the choice between um, 
the school in downtown Pittsburgh uh, versus New York. I wanted to go to New York, but it was very expensive. And Pittsburgh was less expensive. Yeah. And I had some family who knew people out here, and so that was a big help. But nice. um, Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Pittsburgh. I've never been. I, I, I would say there's I'm still finding new things to do in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. But it's it's not the, it's not it's not like going to New York or going to LA or going to like the the big cities. Like Pittsburgh is it's a relatively large city, but it's it's like it's downtown is joke. There's it's like tiny compared to you know, it's mm. I I don't even think it's, you know, I think it's like maybe a mile by a mile you know, in size, like square footage or something. It's mm-hmm. not very big and there's not much to do down no. there. Yeah. So, 300,000 um, people. That was the population. It says it's a nice city. Love it. But, uh, it's a fizzy, you come visit it like once and you'll be like, yeah, I think that's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's charming. So what do you do for fun? Apart from vaporwave, yeah. What are your hobbies? I think you, you cut out there for a sec. Oh, I did. Dang. Sorry. I asked what you do for fun. What are your, your you hobbies? You keep cutting out. <laughs> that, oh my god! Really? Huh. My voice. Uh, my voice thing says it's fine. One sec. Okay. Okay. Well, you, you sound good now. Okay. Let me ping. Let me ping oh. Google here. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's working now. I, I was just going like. Uh, uh. Yeah, some weird shit. Yeah, my ping seems okay. I'll, I'll maybe I'll open a ping monitor. It, it, it might have been me to be honest. It. Well, it's kind of kind of, internet's not that bad. It's not Freaking that great, Webernet, though. man. Yeah, sorry about Technology. that. No, it's all good, man. It's uh, it's a part of what ha- it's a part of this. It happens. It's amazing that we can do this. Like considering you know, all the tiny problems here and there, it's like whatever. It's deal like, with it. I, I, I'm taking an Uber, and my driver is complaining about the GPS system not being perfectly right. And I'm and, and I'm thinking in my head, dude, you were driving a car with somebody in it by using a cell phone with a GPS signal going into like the air into like these sat not satellites to these towers that are you know sitting with signal. It's just like yeah, it's like you don't. You don't deserve anything. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> Come on. I, I, I just think that, you know, we take a lot of this stuff for granted and, yeah. you know, I wish we didn't. <laughs> so I know yeah. I do sometimes. You know, on the Uber, you can take, on the Ubers, you can take, if you sw- sw- like swipe to the right when you're selecting the vehicle type or whatever, mm-hmm. there's one that's taxi. You can actually use Uber to flag you a taxi that'll come get you so you don't have to go and flag one down manually maybe they have that what city are you in pardon me what city are you in oh toronto okay yeah they they don't have uh, different cities i think have different uh oh yeah uber things i think i think the only ones we have is uh Small the, city, the regular right? the luxury and the uh suv or van or whatever yeah Dang. Well, sorry for the tease. Oh, man. Well, I'll, I'm sure I'll get it in New York. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Try it on for size. Yeah. Cool. 
So you like music. You have a label where you release a lot of other people, other music from other people. You, you, you make music see, yourself. You could say I enjoy music, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tell yeah. us about your background in music. Uh, well, back background, more like lack of background, to be honest. Oh, um, yeah? I the, the first time I ever did anything with music was in, I think it was middle school, like very into middle school. It might be the summer of going into high school. And, um, it's like 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah. I was just goofing off in, in FL studios, making really bad, um, really, really bad house tracks. Um, I I, I wouldn't even consider it house. It's just preset presets upon presets. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I made like, you know, at the time was like a, to me an elm, but looking back on it, it's pretty piss poor. Um, but you know, after doing that a couple times, you know, um, I started to. Ooh, excuse me. Um, oh, okay. This this is all around the time of when YouTube was starting to come up. Okay. When I started getting into yeah. No, wait. Earlier than that, maybe too. Well, two thousand six. <laughs> 2006 okay. is, I think, when it first started. But I, I, I typically I didn't get into it until around 2007, early 2008 is when I started mm-hmm. really getting into YouTube. I had multiple accounts on there, which I think most of them are gone except for the one I have right now, which I think I made in, like, 2009, 2010. Yeah. Um, Different types of music on each one? or No, no. Well, I... At, at first, when, when I was into YouTube, I was into making, like, skits, little, you know, funny, stupid little things. Like, oh, uh, nice. Just, I, this is a different time of YouTube when, you know, mm-hmm. everybody was, was doing... golden era. Exactly. Um, and, well, my, my stuff was, was not very gold. It was more brown, but um, <laughs> just goofing off on YouTube, trying to become the next, you know, Fred or whoever was big at the time. Fred, Shane Dawson, um, Niga Higa. Dax Flame. Da- da- Do you know Dax Flame? Yeah, I know Dax yeah. Flame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's all coming back. No, but, um... So good. I was, I was inspired by a couple people. Um, there's this one guy, Super Ed 86 really inspired me. He had a bunch of stupid, terrible videos. Okay, they're not terrible. They're just stupid. But it was like your kid and you find fart jokes funny and mm-hmm. you just you just sort of take you you wanna you wanna do your own funny thing. Then again I wasn't yeah. really very funny. I'm still not very yeah. funny. I made uh, videos too. Oh yeah. They're they're probably worse. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, I I didn't learn how I didn't learn that I could actually edit a video until I was making. I, I was like probably at my hundredth video. Like I, I was pumping these these puppies out. You know, I was just damn video after video. I didn't like. Yeah. I and and, it, and it's funny. I I learned video editing about video editing through things like YouTube poops, which, mm. um, it, it's just. My, my entire music history is is 
is, is very weird. It's not like I, I got a CD and I listened to it and then I listened to other CDs and then from there you, you, you check out MySpace or something like every other you know person from that time or whatever. Yeah, for sure. I fucking found um, a, a internet net label, uh, Ruffle Tracks, and they had a bunch of these YouTube poop video makers who also made music in the same vein as their YouTube poops. So it's these okay. plunderphonics, sampled, just bizarre, terrible, awful. Well, then, then some of them are really good. Some of them are really good. Yeah. But, uh, and but how did you find that? I don't. I, I try to remember. There was. I think it might have been through Breakmaster Cylinder. Um, okay. Who I, I think is well, he's he's now done some pretty big work since then. I think he's he did the the soundtrack for. Uh, a couple of NPR shows, like the the oh. intro song or something. So, wow. so he's 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 doing doing well now. But hey, yeah. from humble beginnings, making you know video edits on YouTube to you know doing uh, uh, mm-hmm. gigs like that. Definitely. So hey, that's uh sort of sort of how I I came out of it, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I don't know where this was going. Um, what was the question? Well, that's, how, that's how you got into music. What you're doing? It's a it was a perfect story. Please continue. What happened oh, after oh, YouTube? Oh, 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 well, after YouTube, I started really getting into um, these this 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 net label. I was I was you know really into Raffle Tracks, which eventually yeah. became uh, Breakbit. But um, okay. Was really into that sort of stuff, yeah, and, and plunder phonics was, was yeah. the main part that you took away, I suppose. E- exactly, and okay. I was a little shit, like every <laughs> like fifteen, fourteen year, like just a dumb idiot online, and I was terrible and annoying, and I understand why so many so many people on that label, well, they're not really that many people on the label, but mainly the guy who ran it hated me. Mm. I, I didn't actually realize how bad I was until I started running a, a successful <laughs> label myself and, and getting the same yeah. type of, you know, kids, you know, asking this, this, and this, and this. I it just, <laughs> it just really puts into perspective how dumb and annoying I must have been as a as a teenager on on yeah. the internet. <laughs> Yeah. Um, trying to get onto this net label, which eventually I did, and then I got kicked off. I think a month later because uh, I can't remember what I did. It was probably something really stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, I used I used to get banned. It's so easy to get banned from that those online places when you're young, especially back in the day. Like I used to get banned from IRC channels all the time, like Freenode and all those all those different servers, just joining whatever and just spamming and being retarded <laughs> but 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 you know something good came out of that i got banned and so in being banned i said fuck you i'm gonna find my own label and it's gonna be better than your label it wasn't but i did it yeah and uh i made my first label um and then from there i were i worked with a bunch of artists that i knew 
from from Breakbit from the previous label, and mm-hmm. also a lot of people who were into Breakbit, but didn't get signed because they either were you know this that or whatever, didn't didn't meet uh, 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 the guy who ran it, you know uh, standards standards, which you know again, thinking back and going back to that point, I'm like yeah, I get it. I, I I understand where he's coming from now, you know, but uh, at the time I was I was a jealous little shit, and I I want I wanted I wanted to be part of something, and so I made my own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of the artists that came out of that um, ended up going to do their own things. A lot, a lot of them ended up you know just being you know just hobbyists who who just did music on the side. Okay. Um, but uh, that led to doing that label, and then I I think it's at one point in I think twenty twelve, beginning of twenty twelve, one of the artists who was signed to my label sent me a vaporwave track, and it just sort of went all down from there, and that's how I got into uh, vaporwave and into that sort of scene, I guess. I see. So that first, because I read, I don't know if this the, the story you're telling right now is the same story that I read online, but I thought it was Fortune 500 that you oh, submitted no, work no, to. No, no, no. It happened twice. Oh my I, God. I, 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 I've, I've, had, I've had three ladies. Okay, so the I'm jumping lady. forward. Yeah, this, this, way, this, way this, is, this is all the way back in like 2010. 2011, yeah. you know. Okay. Um, yeah, 2011, I started my first label, which eventually uh, I re- was renamed and was technically my second label. And after that, like, after I got started getting into Vaporwave, I made my, you know, alias. I sent a demo off to um, Fort 500. They, they probably, I, I, in retrospect, they probably got it. Or I mean, we probably didn't get it, or something, or they, or they just didn't, you know, care. They had so many demos at the time because Vaporwave mm-hmm. uh, was really taking off at that point, like really mm-hmm. starting to take off, and um, there wasn't many labels out there to go to to put out, you know, your thing. And a lot of artists were just sort of, it was like a status symbol. It was like mm. being a part of Dream Catalog in 2015. You know, yeah, it's I see. It was a status symbol, and I'm, I'm guess again they probably didn't even listen to it, or they had so many that they didn't care, or uh, really it wasn't that great, so they probably just passed on it because it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. But then I just said, yeah, I, I did hear back from them for like a month. They were like, "Yeah, fuck you, I'll make my own label." It, it, it worked. It worked the first yeah. time, kind of, not really. Yeah. But uh. So what so, type of music was the first label? Oh, it, it was a mosh posh of. Of mostly electronic music, it was it was just a combination of like plunderphonics and experimental, mm-hmm. and I, I I wasn't the only guy who ran it. I, I there was a a, a guy a, a friend of mine at the time uh, who helped me build the website and go from there. I think he was in I think he just graduated high school when we started working together, and by the time. Uh, he he ducked out because it was pretty obvious that the label was was 
losing steam after like the first year and a half. Um, so he ducked out and because he had school and stuff. So, and uh, I was just getting into college at that point. Um, but uh, uh, what was I saying? College. I was getting into college, and so I the sort of effort died down because I was also going to school for film. I was in a big city. I was trying to get my own personal artwork out there and music out there. So I I, I took a back seat to, to the label for a while until yeah. I found Vaporwave. And then I made Business Casual. And I had the idea for it in like April of 2013. And, and I started making all the designs to contact the artists who ended up being on uh, on the first compilation that we put out. Yeah, and uh, Office uh, One. Yeah, Digital Office One, and mm-hmm. uh, from there, um, I, I I started to do that, and then once I started doing that, and that did very well right off the bat. A couple months later, you know, like I think that summer, um, I closed down my other label because it was not doing well and it was not getting releases anymore, and no one was no one really cared. <laughs> So I shut those doors. I focused everything on business casual. And going into that is when I started doing cassettes. And I used to hand make cassettes. Um, so made over three 3,000 cassettes by hand between 3,000? Holy crap. 14 and 16. Whatever, whatever I started doing the biz box. First biz box I made by hand. Everyone after that, I I ordered from Dupe USA because I fucked up. No, I didn't fuck up. My machine fucked up, and I didn't realize it until after I sent out the tapes, and I get emails saying, hey, my one tape doesn't have any music on it. What's the deal? Oh, no. And I'm like... What is the deal? Uh, I, yeah, damn. <laughs> yeah, shit. Okay. And then you sort of get into the sort of Monday history of, you know, business casual and what I release just about every week. Um, and just doing vinyl and sometimes CDs, tapes, tapes more often than I used to do them back in the day because, you know. It's all about the tapes, you know? of things. Well, yeah. it, it, it's funny. I, f- I feel like, I feel like people aren't into tapes as much as they used to be. And I think it's all mm-hmm. because of vinyl coming up. Yeah. And everybody started to get vinyls made because, oh, let's get a, let's get a vinyl instead of a tape or something. I don't yeah, know. I have I have feelings about it. I have a fuck ton of vinyl, paper vinyl. But I don't know, it's just it's so different now because of it. We can't go back. Sort of wish we could. Well, I wasn't able, I wasn't around for the golden age 2014-2015. I wish I was. I just bought a watch like 20 minutes before we started this call and it just shipped. From Japan, so I'm very excited to get that in. Yeah, you said you you were doing watches and lamps. Tell us about the watches. Like you must have a a lot. I, I I've been trying to dial it back. I've been <laughs> I, I, I've been trying to I've been selling a couple of my you know lesser worn watches. Yeah, fuck tapes. I'm into watches. Yeah, well, it's just I, I've always been into watches. I I I got my first watch when I was like six. And I loved mm-hmm. it, and I wore it all the time. And then, um, 
I just sort of kept going through that. Like I, I like I wore the Casios, you know, as a you know in middle school, and I went to like the local Coles or TJ Maxx or what have you, and you know, pick up a cool new watch there. Uh, every you know, every like like new school year or like you know Christmas yeah. or something. Get a sweet um, wristband. Oh, but um, the one I just the one I just bought is a uh, a, a Seiko uh, Sotsas limited edition watch. Uh, it's a re, re uh, not repress. It's a <laughs> reissue of a watch from the '90s by uh, uh, Memphis Group. Um. Were the like head guys, uh, Ederate Satsas. Mm. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, and I'm yeah. sure someone will recognize that and be like, You didn't say it right. But, <laughs> That's okay, great attempt. It's hard but, to uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get this one. It's uh, I, I've been watching it for like a month, and he recently just put down the price by like 100 bucks. And I got an email, I'm just like. <sighs> You know what? Let's do it. I I could eat I could eat nothing but bread and peanut butter for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked that up. Nice. Speaking of time, what time is it? For me? No, I, I was speaking again. Like I said, I'm very bad at making jokes. <laughs> I don't know how to read a room. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. That made me chuckle. So you you mentioned your friend gave you a vaporwave tape or something like that. No, he he he. What he, was that? He sent me, um, on YouTube. Just uh, uh he said you might like this. Um, he sent me one of Tricks Point Never's um, sleep dealer from Replica. Mm. And nice. At, at that point, it was it was just it was I hadn't heard anything like it at the time. Or, or I, it just sounded so good, and it was all like it was a Duracell commercial, not Duracell commercial, a, a, a gum commercial from the eighties, just like chopped and screwed up, and, and yeah. I, I ate that shit up, dude. <laughs> I, I, I found the album that was on, and I listened to that whole thing m- multiple times. And, you know, I can't remember what I found after that. I probably found something like Macintosh Plus or something like that. I, I know I, I, I did find James Ferraro early, but nice. I didn't like it at the time. Oh, yeah. And I kicked my, I'm kicking myself now. because mm. Well, some people he, wouldn't call that Vaporwave. No, no, I, it, it, right? I just didn't get it. I didn't get it yeah. at the time. I... I I didn't get I didn't get James Ferrer at the time and since then, going back and listening to it, I just it's it's truly I think he he you know is a a mastermind he's a you know genius if you will, mm-hmm. um, yeah and I I just I just I'm glad to be able to be a part of his his you know seeing him grow as an artist and a musician and you know. And see that while he's still alive, because I feel like he's one of those artists who, you know, he'll die and then he'll get the recognition that he deserved when he was alive. True. Um, that's a cause he, that's cool. I appreciate that you said that because nobody cares about artists until they die. It's so common to see that, right? Yeah, I 
I, I'm very much, you know, happy find new music I like, and then hopefully follow up with those artists as as they go on. And you know, I, I I like to think I like to think at least at one point. I don't know if I still am, but I I'm ahead of the curve on a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I, I I like to think that I don't know if I still am. Yeah, to be completely honest, you know. I don't know what people want before they want it as often as I used to these days. And maybe I'm just getting more rigid or maybe I'm just getting too set in my ways or just maybe I'm just getting too old or lazy. Maybe I'm just not seeking out the right thing. I don't know. But um <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like I feel like I just I, I don't have that sort of uh that that uh, uh finger on the pulse anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I've kind of feel the same way. Like I was too old growing up and I should have been born like later. That way I could have fit in with all the young people because they were into the stuff I was into, mm-hmm. not the people my age. Speaking of being old, I know what you're going to look like when you're old. God, what? I saw your Twitter post where everybody was doing that like game where they use the app that makes them look older, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I hope I look that good, not completely disgusting, you know? Yeah, I, I didn't use it. What yeah, is that? I, I, I think it's called Face App. It's, it's a oh, yeah. phone app. Um, okay. And I, there's been all these sort of rumors that, oh, uh, uh, your data is going to Russian hackers. But I don't know if I believe that shit as much as, you know, I probably should. I don't know. Yeah, like what are they gonna? Who gives a shit? If if they well, want your info, well, they're gonna get it anyway. Yeah, but you know, you just sort of like opening the door. It's like inviting the vampire in, you know. Yeah, sure. Possible. Yeah, security is an interesting thing these days. Oh yeah, it's it's a bit terrifying to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, you know, I haven't been in a, in a position. Like, I've had friends who've, you know had their identity stolen and stuff like that already and i'm like i'm terrified holy shit you know well not not identities but like somebody got their email and they were able to get other things yeah because of that like i I mostly it's funny most of it's been through the sony playstation thing the 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 psn network and that's how they've been you know uh uh, found out which is the stupidest fucking thing it's like (laughs) i remember that why do people have the same email password as something else I'll never know. Uh, it's it's so crazy, man. <laughs> I, I've gotten to the point where where I, I I have to like physically write it down just so I can like start remembering which one's which. And oh, yeah. you know, I I I can't tell you how many times I've had to you know change a password because I I'd forgotten to write down what the password <laughs> was. Yeah, uh, I I try and remember the order. Th- of the accounts that I make and I kind of like rotate a bunch of passwords yeah. and, but never use my email one. It seems to work. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Oh shit. Sorry. So when did you say, Hey, you know what? I want to make some vaporwave. Uh, this was probably in very early 2013. Um, I, after listening and finding out about a bunch of artists and musicians and music between, you know, uh, uh, 
early to mid 2012 into then I was like, you know, I'm kind of making music like that already. Um, cause I was before I, I really started doing like the whole glitch stuff with my later, like early work. Um, I was, I was doing really just sort of basic slow and down, speeding up sort of stuff. Um, just like all these vaporwave artists were doing. So I'm thinking I could do that. That's easy. Mm-hmm. No problem. I got this. Um, and was that with Christ or uh, yeah, I, some of your I, other projects? I, mostly with Christ. Um, I didn't release anything. I, 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 I'm trying to remember what the circumstance was. There was something going on. Um, let me, let me pull my, my bank. I can't remember what date it was. There was something okay. going on in the world at that time. Mm. Um, oh, oh the, the new Pope was getting um, um, brought in on, okay. on March 22nd, 2013. That's that's when I put out my album. Because I, I was going to put it out earlier. But uh, after hearing that, oh, we're going to have a new Pope in like a week. Hey, Christ, the Pope, hey, <laughs> God goes hand in hand. Yeah. So I, I waited for like a week. I put it out then. And... Um, it was sort of like, uh, hey, uh, this is the, the, the oh, when the Pope dies or, you know, retires, Christ will be over, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ho- uh, hopefully he lives for a long time at this point, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, 2013, we would be like, hey, eh, this is going to last, what, a year? This is alias. Cause this is my first uh, alternative alias. Mm-hmm. Which it's eventually become my main one because of how you know, yeah, how well received it's been. Exactly. As, so, um, it's quality stuff, man. So I would just want to say, it's Christ, not Christ. No, not it's Christ. Christ. He, yeah, I know, but everybody gets it wrong. I'm I just know. Like, what? Come on. It's, it's like pe- it's so religious. I, well, well, like, you know I, what I mean. I, 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 I take it for granted. Like I said, I I, 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 I try not to take things for granted, or, I, or I, I, I've been trying to. And I've taken it for granted that I grew up in a very religious household, and not everybody's grew up in a very religious household. And or mm-hmm. was in Christian, Catholic, or something with Jesus, I don't know. Um, and they just don't get the, the three crosses. They don't, like, oh, it's a cross, like, you know. God, but like, why is there three of them? Because mm-hmm. I was I was going to do Christ with one cross, but I'm thinking the SEO was going to be shit on that. Um, yeah. Oh, good call. Yeah. So oh, I'm I thinking see. three three T's. Oh. Yeah. I got something good going there. No yeah. one's no one's got that. Yeah. I'm, to nice. be honest, whenever I'm working on a new album, uh, like I think after uh, uh, New Wounds, I was like, I, I look up online. To find out what, what, how many search results there are for for an album or something, just so mm-hmm. I don't put out something that's like I, I don't title the the album Love or something, and it's just gonna get bogged down by all the other websites and stuff that have that in it. So Deep Dark yeah, Trench, exactly. the only other thing that really had that in it was apparently some sort of SpongeBob something or another. Yeah, fuck if I know. Mm-hmm. So. Crazy. I, I always That's check smart. That these days. Mm-hmm. 
Listen up, people. That's how yeah, you do check, it. Check, check, check. Google your album before you call it that. <laughs> make make sure it's make sure it's got something interesting and weird in there. You know? Yeah, I used to do that all the time when I was young. Like come up with band names and stuff. Look it up. Damn it. Oh man, I I, I, I was I was trying to think of a because I, I I've been thinking about branching off and and doing a little bit less. Uh, Plunderphonics, vaporwave esque. No, no, well, vaporwave as in like entirely sample based, but trying to do a little bit different uh, 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 sound wise um, and doing it under a different name. And I've been I've been trying to figure out a name, but I, it's been very hard because a lot of the names I've been thinking of have already been taken, or they're just they're just. I don't know. I'm always, I'm always yeah. get my eyes after that. Always URLs, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, names go daddy. Are, names are key. Yeah, right? especially you know with the story of you trying to lock down the domain for business casual. You oh. stuck with that name, right? You. Oh yeah. Well, you did I, not give up on it. I I I check that that page every once in a while, like for that first year, and mm. out of the blue, I I it just it. Whoever had it before me didn't pay for it that that one time, and I stashed that fucker up. This is cash. <laughs> so, biz. Dot biz was to, oh, I thought you were like going for dot com, and then no, you just I, had well, the thought I, I, like, I had, you know, what, I'll just do dot biz. No, but dot had, biz was taken too. Damn. I had I had business casual eighty seven dot biz. That was the first one I bought. Right. So originally it was business casual eighty seven. That's the only reason why I was that was because well. Two reasons. One, it sounded vaporwave, you know, mm-hmm. vaporwave. Um, and the other reason was I couldn't get vaporwave. I mean, I, I couldn't get business casual uh, biz. Yeah, for that matter. Um, so, oh yeah, I just checked one random day and I and I saw it. I, and thankfully, this was right around the time when the first anniversary was coming up. I was thinking, oh, this is a perfect time to rebrand to uh to the you know white look black and teal yeah. away from the you know uh, if you if you look at the the wayback machine at the original website it's just this pink orange mess and it's <laughs> and it's it, it's very paper wavy but it's also very loud to a point where it's just assaulting on the eyes um, oh dang oh, granted i like loud things i i my closet's horrendous um <laughs> but but as for a web page uh, it just i i, I was still doing... oh you cut out hold on all right last thing you basically said was your your we're talking about your uh how your closet was horrendous oh my closet is horrendous yeah it's oh it's very colorful it's uh what was i what was i talking about that was colorful the website Oh, the background of the, the web Hey, we're back. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just, uh, it, it was definitely time for a uh, upgrade to the website. It was uh, disgusting. And yeah, it just, need, it, it needed to be cleaned up. Cool. Now. That's awesome. So I mentioned previously that you had a couple other projects. Can we, we talked about Christ a little bit. We'll get back into Christ. Can we talk about those other projects a little bit? Like byproduct? Specifically, maybe. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, well, Bot Prep was the first um, yeah. alias I had. And I, originally it was just sort of inspired by, you know, sort of New York house music I was listening to at the time, like Dead Mouse and just the crap, that sort of crap, which, you know, granted, I, I still like, but, you know, mm-hmm. could be better. Um, but uh, earlier, like, back when I was, like, doing, like, Fruity Loops preset packs and just goofing off, that was the early sewer stuff. But once I started trying using samples and I, I started using Virtual DJ instead of using FL Studios, which is kind of a, 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 a going backwards. But at the time, it was a lot easier for me to get my thoughts out in a a a quick easy way ups right excuse me i was able to like pump out like three or four albums that first year mm-hmm. uh doing that style and so for a kid you know gr- granted vaporwave you know you have h- how many telepath albums came out in like 2015 like 30 or something <laughs> Yeah. So it, 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 it's it's not hard or like or a PZA. How many albums does he have? <laughs> yeah, just slowing down stuff and <laughs> cranking stuff up, you know. Yeah, but um, yeah, the, the early stuff was very sort of minimal in its composition, and then I started going back to Fruit Loops, uh, and I started doing like glitchier stuff, chopping and screwing stuff up, and I got. I think three mm-hmm. albums out of that style, and then, and then Christ took off as I was finishing the last album I did for there, and so I've been pretty much focusing on Christ okay. at that point. Yeah, I guess it came um, out around the time where, Christ started, right? Like, well, this Dimensions was twenty fourteen. Yeah. It looks like so. Yeah, yeah, it came out after Fraser Wave. I think it came out around the same time mm. as Seven Years Later. Oh man, Fraser Wave. Um that's the best record. But uh yeah, but well, Fraser Wave did very well compared to um anything mm-hmm. I had done before and then 7 years later at the time was, you know, it, it, it was it was a pretty big it's thing. Funny how me, it so. switches like that. I just sort of Well, I and part of me would like to go back to making a couple albums under byproduct, but the pro- the problem is I've all but almost forgotten how to like physically I have to go back, open up my old projects, which half of them don't work anymore because I made most of them on my laptop, mm. which is long gone. Yeah. Um, I see what you mean. But uh just I can't remember how to make them. Like it's it's Yeah, just it's weird but you know a bunch of bad habits. Yeah. <laughs> and I sort of, instead of going the route of, of you know, byproduct where it's all, you know, sonic, you know, I, I was looking at the, you know, beat, the sound, the sort of, all that sort of stuff going with it. I wasn't really looking at a concept for any of those albums, really. There might have been one or two in there that, that really I was trying to do a concept album, but I kind of really wasn't well versed enough to be able to do that sort of thing yet. I wasn't really mature enough to try to do a concept album and have it make any sense at all. Yeah. And it wasn't until, you know, 
a couple of you know missed shots with seven years later and a little bit of new runes, but not until Nas, no lives matter wasn't able to hopefully pull off a good concept out. <laughs> um, and I and I've tried to do that with the past couple hours. Of, um, Social justice, whatever, it does get lost on a lot of people. And to be honest, I, I don't blame them because it's 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 one of those albums you had to be there in order for it to make sense to you. Oh, dude, I know so many people that love it. Like it's their favorite record. Oh, I more than DDT, I have no more than NLM. Yeah, seriously, no, I, I'm telling I, you, I've read it <laughs> as a part <laughs> of some of my it. later questions. Actually, some of those guys. Oh God. Okay. Hmm. So. I, I, I my, my hope is that I don't just get pigeonholed into the guy who yeah. made social justice, whatever. Yeah. Like, and, and, and then that's part of the reason why I think Drug Drench is this sort of in between part between No Eyes Matter and social justice, whatever, sonically and and um, uh, uh, composition wise, um, mm. but conceptually, it's it's. I was definitely going for. A, a story that wasn't necessarily um, about me, like the past two albums. Right. I went to a broader story. Yeah, okay. A story that, that could relate more to more people than, well, the, a death can, can, can relate to a bunch of people, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't about a death I experienced. Right. It was, it was about death that a, a country experienced. Ah. So, I read you there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, can we re- rewind a little bit? I want to yeah, go back yeah, to yeah. one of your earlier albums. That's the one with the found audio from 1990 Japan. Oh yeah, no, I, I video. What, what do you want to know? You want? <laughs> I love that record. I like. I don't know how much, how many, I, how much well, transformations it, 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 you made to the music, it, if any. It, but. It, it's an it's an album I made in in I think a weekend. Yeah. Um, I was at my local library over the summer, um, and they had like a, a, a bin full of VHS tapes that they would give away for free. And I see this one that just looked really aesthetic. Uh, the the cover of that album is is yeah. basically a recreation of the cover of the VHS tape. Okay, it's so captivating. That album I, cover. I, I, well, I, the thing is, the, the entire VHS tape, I think, was like 15 minutes. And it was all just these small snippets with just uh, clips of, of, like, you know, uh, Japan. It's like a, tour, a tourist guide, almost. Mm. But just, like, these like cool little things, like different songs and different things. Um, I did slow some of them down, speed some of them up, you know, do a little something to them. But that was very much a, you know, I just sort of slap together sort of thing. Yeah, but that's super cool, man. You repurposed an entire project and made a, a whole different medium out of it. It wasn't really music to begin with. It was an instructional tourist guide thing, right? Like you said, yeah. informational. Yeah, for, for the, so yeah it, it, was, it was very much, it was like a, you know, a visuals guide. Like, you know, shows you all the landmarks, shows you like, you know, some of the customs and the, the little trinkets and stuff being made, you know. Just I, I, I have it somewhere. I think it's at, still at my my parents' house, um, but uh, yeah, I, I still have that tape. And I, I probably you know I probably should digitize the the actual video and upload that at some point. 
Um, if I have it, I, I might actually have it on my computer somewhere. Um, but uh, yeah, I that that's that's what I did with it. Um, and then a better place was the sort of kind of a sequel to it. I basically went to my local uh, record store, and they had a huge box full of tapes. Like, it was five for a buck. And so I picked nice. up all these, you know, uh, uh, Wyndham... Not Wyndham. Uh, 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 all these, like, New Age-sounding albums and stuff, and I, I pulled all those together and, and ended up making that, mm-hmm. which was sort of a... I, I made that because I made the with the blue cover right i can't remember what that japanese stands for uh inclusive i think is the translation uh, probably that's <laughs> uh, a shitty google that, one that, i don't know that, that sounds right though I, yeah inclusive uh translate uh yeah that's technically what it <laughs> oh you know what that's that's chinese let's see what japanese oh japanese to English, because that no, it's still inclusion. No, embrace, embrace. That's, embrace. That, okay, okay. Cool. It's supposed to be embrace. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, I tell you, these characters are just crazy. Uh, you never know what you never know what you're gonna you find. Never know what. Yeah, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, embrace. That's what it was. Okay. Or why I named it that? I think it was just yeah. It it, it felt right. Yeah. <laughs> so can we talk about your label a little bit, Business Casual? Yeah, sure. We, yeah, bis- Business Casual. Um, it's a dope label, man. Started in I, 2013. I, it's an old one. Got a yeah, lot of great I, I, releases. I I like to hope so. <laughs> I I I never know. It, it, it's funny. Some of the albums I think that they'll go over well don't, and the ones I don't think will go over well do. Mm. So uh, this is going back to me not knowing if I, I, I still have my finger on the pulse of what people want. But yeah, um, yeah I, I started off as a Vaporwave label back in 2013. And uh, I started off as a hobby because... Fortune 500 would take my music, and I was right at that time. I I I was not paranoid, but I was like, oh, they they're not answering me. They're not even giving me a a a, a no. Well, fuck you. I'm gonna make my own label. Yeah. So I did that, and um, you know, no ill will. Kids, Fortune 500. Uh, no, for sure. True, truly a a a uh, groundbreaking and and Definitely. trailblazing label. Mm-hmm. But uh. I think the reason why Business Casual even went at, it has gone as far as it has was because they closed down like a couple months later, and we just sort of filled in the spot that they that they the void they left. Interesting at the time, and that's that's sort of how I think you know I was able to get my hands on a couple of these early like really great releases. Yeah, because um, like if you look at the you know very early. Um, Releases we got, you know, uh, architecture in Tokyo, uh, uh, Daily Night Euphoria, or or Childhood. Still love that album. Uh, uh, Spaceship Earth. White Woods, yeah. Yeah, uh, Macro SA299. Bodyline. You know, all all these, like, really early big names. Yeah. um, That have since, you know, gone on or just 
you know, become infamous, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, they, uh, it's amazing to see these relics in time, sort of. It's like a story going through all these records in order and seeing the changes and the different artists that come in. And then you go, you find these artists, they're like, wow. And then you find they have other music on other labels and their own labels. And it's just, uh, it's so great to have all these different labels. So I want to thank you oh, yeah. for your contributions for so many years to the community, man. I think I discovered you, uh, maybe it was like desired love story. I found that tape at dupe shop in Toronto here. They had a copy. Uh, oh, that recent. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That, and it was like 2016, I think. Yeah. Late 2016 when I. So sure. I, I saw your name pop up earlier than 2016. Yeah, maybe, well, but I wasn't. Like, I didn't even know what Vaporwave was really. You know what I mean? Okay. I was more of just but, like a uh, SoundCloud guy. Okay. Okay, that's that's probably, yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, no, but, uh, like, the, fir- the first year, I was, I was like, dedicated to Vaporwave. And this is when Vaporwave's doing really, really hot. And into when I got the business casual.biz URL... And when I rebranded it, I rebranded it to not just be Vaporwave, but I also wanted it to be a whole myriad of subgenres that, except at the time, it, it was like Vaporwave was Vaporwave. Like, you didn't really have, you know, Trap Wave or, or, or no, sorry, Vapor Trap yeah, or, yeah. or, or um, these other, like Slush Wave, all these other sort of really. I wouldn't say niche, but the, these 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 side these offshoots of vaporwave. Mm-hmm. So I was pockets. me trying yeah, pockets. Yeah, it was me trying to future-proof label in case the vaporwave bubble popped quick. Because you know, like the, the last couple of genres that had started up in the you know at the same time, you know, you got uh, uh, not witch wave, um, uh, <laughs> witch house, and uh, and uh, chill wave, and all those sort of. Uh, uh, genres they died out quick, sort of. So, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, uh, and it's C Punk, that was the big one, C Punk. Um, yeah, they, they all died out quick. So, I'm thinking, oh, Vape Waves a flash in the pan. I better, you know, because I, 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 again, this is the most success I have had doing a label, even, even at that point, you know, mm-hmm. that was like 10 times better than what I was doing before. Uh, and and looking back at the numbers then is is, is like you gotta look at a microscope compared to what I'm doing now, you know. So it's just trying to future proof and, and bring in different artists and different subgenres and different uh, all trying to stay in the same sort of realm of electronic and experimental and a little bit of you know fun so with a beat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just just trying to get a whole different slew of you know, music that isn't just specifically Vaporwave in case, again, if the Vaporwave bubble popped, which it didn't, and I'm still waiting for it to pop because, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's been, what, almost a decade? Yeah. Like, like n- next year, not next year, uh, uh, Maybe. 2010, right? Yeah. Yeah, next next year it'll be, it'll be 10 years. 10 years. And I'm like, technically, well, the 10th anniversary just happened, I guess, technically, but I, 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 
I, I, I wouldn't, I, I'd say as, as soon as, um, Echo Jam's the album comes out, that's, that's when it really takes off. Yeah. Um, I, I guess yeah, the, guess sure. the videos going up are, are a big, are a big part of it because they're like the earliest part of it. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think it really started taking off. I, to record. be honest, I don't really, really think it started taking off until Macintosh Plus. Yeah. But you know, we all, we all know that. Yeah. Um, Neo Cali. But, uh, but, uh. You know, I, I, it's funny. In the early days, I was thinking, I've been making this type of music for years, and <laughs> I didn't even know that this stuff existed. Yeah. And I, I guess, you know, um, you know, again, my, my early work was very much in uh, sample-based and just kind of lazy, like, you know, Vaporwave is in a, in a, in a, in a way. And I'm not saying Vaporwave is lazy. I'm just saying, you know, you know, your generic Vaporwave, like, you slow down track and that's it sort of thing. That's the sort of shit I was doing. And I was thinking, oh, I've been doing this for years. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, being a, a lazy little shit online. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great indication of how connected we are without knowing it, without meeting each other, being in completely different oh, yeah. countries. You know, this that sort of thing happens a lot in history and in nature where completely groups that don't come in contact evolve the same sort of thing. So it's yeah. like, we're are we just a product of our nostalgia from the 80s and 90s? <laughs> Yeah. The, 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 funny, the funny thing is, while I was into YouTube poops around the same time that, you know, artists like James Ferraro or, or, or the label like uh, 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 Hippos and Tanks was starting to come up and started to, you know, put out music and stuff, um, like they have the same sort of, I wouldn't say sound, but the same sort of Plunderphonics bass influence, but, but coming from two very different points, one being more of a sort of uh, avant-garde and artistic way, and the other one just being YouTube oops. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, it's, it's... I don't know how well very sure on the you know YouTube poop community or scene or whatever, so I, I don't mean to, you know, keep bringing that up. No, well, I've, I've wasn't, I didn't participate in it, but it seems like it was a pretty large thing for the community that did like a point in time oh yeah but uh not just a little not just a fad you know i i don't talk about a lot of this stuff very often in in like person so cool. uh, forgive we'll me if, 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 I, if i if i what's the word no i i, I mean like I don't usually talk to people about this sort of stuff because no one really cares ah. at least at least in my friend group so ah Forgive me if I'm rambling on a lot. Nah, it's all good. I had to do that. I love it, man. This is I'm loving the interview so far. By the way, people are going to love it. It's a great, fantastic interview so far. You mentioned you made a lot of tapes a little bit while we were talking before, uh, and you, you've made like three thousand. You said so. Oh, yeah. Were all of those with Business Casual, or uh, except for maybe like a, like a handful? Okay. They were all like for business casual. Yeah. Like, yeah. I you know I, I have the exact numbers somewhere right over here. Oh wow. One sec. Because uh, I, I like a couple years ago I made a post on Facebook saying hey I, I finally stopped hand making tapes and this is how many tapes I've made over the you know past couple years. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is gonna be twenty. No. Where'd you learn how to dub tapes? Well, uh, my aunt gave me her old 
uh, uh, boombox, which I cool. used to high-speed dub tapes. <laughs> so I, well, I, I could do one side at half the time. Mm-hmm. So why not? I, but but I, I didn't actually start making a lot of tape until uh, I got a high-speed duplicator machine. It was right. a stereo. I could make one t- turn one tape into three tapes. So... Uh, at, at at once and in a couple minutes, both sides. So, yeah, it's still back here. Jeez, mm. I guess I guess this was further back than I thought it was. Yeah, no worries. Why tapes? Like, did you grow up with oh, VHS okay, okay. and stuff? Uh, I, I made so, but... two thousand one hundred fifty-four cassette tapes by hand. Whew. I I thought it was three thousand, but no, I, I'm I say correct. It was. Two thousand one hundred fifty. That's so many. Yeah. Think about how uh, many that would look like in a well, room. Six six hundred of those tapes were the 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 BizBox two tape. Oh yeah. And that was all done in a week and a half. You did six hundred of those. Yeah. Well, I I had two hundred boxes, and there's three tapes in each box. Holy crap, man! Yeah, that was That's I I after after I sent those all out and I find out that the one tape in there is missing the audio through emails I'm getting saying, Hey, the audio's missing. I said, Fuck it. I'm no longer making tapes yeah. because it took so long. I I literally said that 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 duplication machine for like four hours doing 200 of those and that's just one of the the three tapes and and then then i have to cut out all the 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 covers the J cards, right yeah the j cards put on all the stickers because you know you gotta make sure it's done right stamp all of them seal all of them put them all together Box all them, ship all them. It was it was it was terrible. <laughs> it was crazy. the longest like week and a half, two weeks of my life. Yeah, that's the fr- that was, was the Fraser Wave BizBox, right? No, that was that was the first BizBox oh. was the summer BizBox, and that was um, what was in that one? Uh, Sorry, I, I thought you said BizBox too. No, that was the first BizBox. Because mm. uh, BizBox 2, I, I got that. Was, that was the... I got those made by uh, duplication.ca. Okay. I've, I've been using them since. Yeah. Um, BizBox.biz. That was... Uh, uh, Dan Mason, Summer Love, Syllabus July, mm. and uh, Conscious Thoughts, Sun, Sea, and Surfing. Nice. That was the first box. And the second box was uh, Daily Night, Euphoria, Midnight Escapades, and Fraser Wave. Those ones were printed in Canada for with Duplication.ca, right. which have been a lifesaver. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they're the best. I know them pretty well. Yeah. I, I would say I've got nothing but good things to say, but, you know, every once in a while there's a hiccup. 
Yeah. It happens. Oh, for sure, for sure. Even as a – I have sort of a different relationship with them as a customer, and I, I know what you mean. And, and, and of course – it always happens. Whatever there's hiccup, it always happens when I'm trying to get the tape out as fast as possible because I, I it's been you know I I like they probably came out at the beginning of the month and I'm gonna get the end of the month because it takes a while to get the tapes in. And I'm just trying to get it out there, and then once I realize it's out there, I get emails saying, "Oh, it's, it doesn't have the right album on it," or "Oh, this doesn't have something on this side." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, God." <laughs> Yeah. Dupe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um. Yeah. How would you just? How do you feel about now compared to then, or is it still sort of the same way? Well, how so? How do I feel about duplication on CA or, or making tapes? Duplication. Oh, oh. Again, it happened. Like the funny thing is, the first time I ordered tapes, um. They put the wrong album on one of the tapes. <laughs> uh, this is like literally within my first order, and I'm thinking this is supposed to be by like easier because I'm already stressing out because I'm already trying to get these tapes out and trying to get these things finished, and I I I, I, I don't listen to them because I assume, hey, they professionally put the music on here. You paid for it. I I, I paid for it. They're already sealed. I don't have to open one up. I'm just going to send it out because I'm an idiot. And I think, oh, yeah, because literally the day they were supposed to come in, I had already printed out all the shipping labels, <laughs> already got all the boxes made. And I was right to just basically bring them in and start putting the boxes and get them sent out that later that day. Never again will I, I will, I will check the tape Yeah, every time now. And, 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 a couple of times, the wrong album was on the on the wrong tape, <laughs> and 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 with that problem being, um, the thing is, like, I I, I release so much music a month that yeah. some of them sound very similar. Yeah. So, oh, I know this album. This is my album, or like, this is an album I put out. So I'm assuming it's on the right tape, but it's actually on the wrong tape. Yeah, it's like, damn, I gotta uh, go like, back and uh, like that, listen. That's what happened compare. to the Melanade and Bear tapes. They got the Melanade on the Melanade tapes, and they got the Melanade on the Bear tapes oh, as well. Damn. So because they they got the Emmys mixed up, and I get it, I get it. It's when you do with that many tapes and that many things, I mean, I, shit, shit, shit'll happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not mad at them. They were, they were able to fix it. Promptly get get me replacement tapes out, so no harm, no foul. For sure. It just sucks in that, but we just have to be like, I just sent everybody a refund. God damn it! God damn it! There goes uh, my day. Yeah. At least a portion it, of it. It could have been a lot worse or something. For sure. You know. That's the that's the part of the game, I guess. Yeah. Can we talk about your other? Uh, projects a little bit the ones we haven't cordless soul machine and stab something oh okay um yeah cordless soul machine was um it's sort of a just me goofing off in virtual dj it's very very basic live editing of you know songs you can slow down sped up uh going reverse or just chopped and screwed and there's not a whole lot to it but a couple, couple of the albums in there, I, I still listen to today, and I'm like, mm-hmm. even though I know there's not much to them, they still sound interesting and fun and good to me. Well, for sure. Um, it's, I always, 
I'm kind of trying to do research for this, and I was listening to them, and I'm like, I wonder what he's thinking about when he's making this stuff. Well, I, I'm uh, literally, it's just me and my mouse going like round in circles <laughs> on the you know trackpad, basically. That's a bit. Uh, that's probably like okay, I, I got, I got like this. Oh, that sounds good. I, I go backwards <laughs> and I go forward. It, 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 it's it's every track that I've made for that alias. It's very much in the moment, very much. Oh my god. Um, just like, <laughs> just like, move a mouse back and forth, trying oh, to get like shit. the right sort of sound going. Yeah, and, 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 and you'll hear it. You know, you'll hear it in the tracks. They're they're very much. Um, oh shit! Very much, uh, just impulsive and just sort of experiments. Ha- yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, I, I I I wanted to make another album recently, and I got a track or two made, but uh, I I sort of lost steam on it, and um, I was having a hard time finding other samples to you know mess with, and so mm-hmm. I just put down the back burner for now. But it, it, it might come out one one of these days. Gotta pick it uh, up someday. Something someday exactly. Yeah, it's it's like it's hard to make. It's just you gotta find the right sample for it, you know to mess with. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's the same thing with anything. I I I've been slushing ideas in my head for the past since probably since about you know May of last year. Um, for album, for album ideas for my next album, for the next Christ album or next album in general. Mm-hmm. And I've just been very, I wouldn't say uninspired, but I haven't found the the right jumping off point. Because I, I want to do something different, you know. I, I kind of see my albums as like there's six of them. The first three are sort of their own special thing. The second three are their own special thing. I want to start a new thing. Yeah. I want to. I want to be trying something new and and mm-hmm. pushing myself to be, you know, to enhance my craft a bit. Yeah. Because some people, you know, listen to my stuff and and they're very. Uh, they they might they might feel as if that there's there's not much to it and they wouldn't be completely wrong in in thinking that mm-hmm. but I try to yeah. to, to make a, a a take something you do and, transform it some, right so I that that's that's the hope but but you were saying something about uh, stab something yeah which uh was a uh, collaboration band uh, duo thing with um friend of mine uh page stand i'm pretty sure she still goes by that i i don't want to mess with that yeah, one sec yeah no problem let's get it right stab something was uh sort of uh uh band alias um duo thing i was doing with my friend jamie at the time yeah um she and i have sort of got her she's still doing music but i think I think sonically and conceptually, we're we're at two different spots in our lives. Right. But at the at the, at the point we at the point where we made those uh, couple of releases, we were we were sort of seeing eye to eye on a lot of things, um, and it had a lot of the same influences at the time. Um, and and actually, they they also they also done things as Blue Limits, um. Back in the early business casual days, um, I don't think any no albums from them were ever on business casual, but they had a track on I think Digital Office One. 
Right. Um, but um, it, it was at the at the time it was it was basically just us goofing off and um, there was a, another we were both kind of inspired by um, a, another quote unquote band that was also happening in the same scene that we were in. Okay. Called Viking Girlfriends. Sweet. Um, and they had oh, first of all the um the I think there's technically two albums by them, but uh, the first album came out and I think we both were really into it at the time and we sort of inspired us to go do something like that even though sonically it's it's very different it's it's um it's uh I, I was I was very much into the sample based and she was getting into the sort of um you know making beats and uh, uh stuff like that so I would send her um uh uh like samples, chopped up bits and pieces, and she would, mm-hmm. you know, add stuff onto it, and then we would, you know, collaborate from there. And then eventually, we had enough tracks to make a noun, so we just did that. And yeah, that sort of that sort of was that. Um, cool. We did that a couple times. Um, so it, 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 it was sort of short lived. But at the time, it was sort of like really cool. It yeah. was the first real project because I think it was because the two of us, had, um, she at the time was starting to pick up some steam at that time. So it was the f- first album that really did well um, for me outside of like just my regular byproduct stuff, which, you know, did okay, but, you know, not nearly as, as, as good as Stab Something at the time did. Mm-hmm. So that was that was pretty pretty cool for me. You yeah, know, getting a little taste of uh, <laughs> you know attention or whatever. Yeah. You know, and Christ didn't up. exist at that point, right? No, no. Okay. Um, by the time we were we were working on some of like the later stuff, which is mostly just older stuff that we just put out because um, we had the stuff made. It's just it wasn't doing anything, you know, sitting on our hard drives. So just you know, put it online as a little EP album thing and um, yeah I, looking back on it I wish we did more with it um, but I'm also okay that it sort of stopped where it was because there really wasn't there wasn't much to the music <clears throat> uh, it, it was just you know simple fun and you know it was fun making it and it was interesting to see how you know she would take the samples I sent her and work with them um yeah, sounds so, like fun. Yeah, I I don't do a lot of collaborations or remixes or stuff like that much anymore, mostly because I just I I don't know what to do with a lot of people. As in, you know, mm. I I I work specifically with samples. Yeah, uh, and I have for you know since beginning working on the Christ albums. There are no original pieces in any of the albums I put together. Mm-hmm. So it's a little hard to go collaborate on something. We have nothing but samples to bring to the table. Yeah, true. I never thought about that. So, like, you know, like, so I, you can't I, just I, make I, it up. Yeah, it's, exactly. Fit. So I, I, I find it very hard to collaborate with other artists that way. I'm hoping to change that a little bit. I want to try to again, like I've said, I kind of want to try again to make it my own sort of stuff. And there's a couple artists I want to collaborate with so much, and I might actually 
finally get the chance to on, on some of these cases. Nice. Um, but the thing is, it's it's not it's not gonna be. It, they're not necessarily vaporwave artists yeah. per se. That's cool. They sort of run this. They they run the same sort of gamut in like the sonically, or they have like the same sort of influences, or they are influenced by vaporwave, but they're not technically vaporwave. Um, mm-hmm. um I don't know. I, if it, well, definitely hit me I, up I, if you do. I'll be watching yeah. the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I'm on Twitter too much these days. I really, I really need to step back from it sometime. <laughs> it's a lot um, of fun. I'm always lurking. It, it is. It's got a know, lot of tweets on there. Yeah, a lot of tweets. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of words. You know, yeah. mom says you need to read more. Look at my Twitter feed, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how my words are there. I'm reading enough. <laughs> exactly. Short snippets, but. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Great tangent. So we were just talking about Christ. Can you tell me about the sort of philosophy of Christ a little bit and what you're trying to accomplish with the project? Maybe it's changed over the years. Uh, I'm not sure, but I'd love to find out. <laughs> I was I was going to uh, quote a vine. Uh, I can't remember how it goes, though. Oh, my goal is to blow up and then pretend like I don't know nobody. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, I I started Christ at a time when I was like, I was I was making byproduct stuff, which was very time-consuming. Um, like my latest stuff in FL Studios. But I also kind of wanted to go back and make stuff in Virtual DJ again. But I felt like I had gone so far with... Uh, uh, byproduct that I couldn't go backwards and do another album like that because that would be seen as aggression. Right. So I'm thinking, hey, this new genre's out there and it sounds like the stuff I used to make, so what if I just did that sort of thing in Virtual DJ and then do the, the byproduct stuff in FL Studios? So I have this sort of separation of of sound and separation of uh, working environment for them. And eventually, I just sort of went back to doing stuff in virtual teaching because one, it was, it was taking off a lot better than my byproduct stuff was, as well as um, at the time, it was just, a, it was just more fun. And that's that's part of the music. Like, if making music is in front of you, you're not like feel like you're really getting something out of it. Then what's the point of really doing it? Just like anything, like the arts, you know. Mm-hmm. You you can paint a painting, but if it's not fun to paint the painting, then what's the point of paint painting? You know. Um. Then again, you do get a cool painting out of it at the end, but sure it may look cool, but the journey's. Half the fun, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Um, no, that's that's a great quote. Um, no, but um, philosophy or, or how it's changed. Well, at the beginning, you know, just sort of having fun as a hobby. You know, I I, I was more so at that time. Like I, I just got into college and just moved out on my own. A quote unquote on my own, um, 
and I was trying to get into the art scene in Pittsburgh, where I was living at the time, or still living. Um, and so I was mainly focusing on what could get me name recognition and moving up in the art world at the time. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get back to doing something like that because, you know, yeah. I miss it. <laughs> but it's it's running business casual is, you know, it's I wouldn't say it's a full-time job, but it takes a lot out of me. And it's not your full-time have, job. It well, it, it takes a lot out of me. It's it's not my full-time job. I have like other like side gigs, and you know, yeah. I work every once in a while at you know a local place. But thing, yeah, cool. But I always wondered about that because it's a pretty uh, ongoing thing. You know, you do it every. I guess it, yeah, yeah. It, it, I was it's, curious. It's less, it's less work than you think, but there's a lot that goes into it that you have to, you know, plan mm. for and planning, and, and running any sort of your own, any sort of thing. Um, there, there's the risks involved. You also got to weigh risks. Like I, I just went over uh, demos uh, this afternoon. Um, just going over because I, I, I've been neglecting to listen to demos for like a week or two. Yeah. So. Had a backlog of those in my inbox, um, and I ended up finding one of the artists who sent it doing that sound pretty good. So I think I'm gonna give them a contact. So, are you into mini discs by chance? Um, I just picked up a mini disc player. Yeah, like like a like a, like a system piece a couple like about a month ago now. Mm-hmm. I thought um, that was yours. It looks fucking yeah. beautiful. I, that, well, that's it. I like it, but I thought it was a full size one. It wasn't just a half one because yeah. all my all my uh, components are all same size. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, this is perfect. Fit right there in between these two things, so mm-hmm. I could move like that. But it didn't because it was small, and you know, it, it's a nice player. Don't get me wrong; it's got it works beautifully. Um, but uh. And I think I paid like, I think I paid like sixty bucks for it. Oh damn, so I, that's nice. I well, I, I think I think shipping was like twenty bucks, so I ended up coming out to like eighty or something. Mm. But but it was a nice machine in really nice condition, and it it worked. Which in that price range, you know, you, you know, was guaranteed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I I don't have very many mini discs at the moment. Um, I think I've got like five or six, and I know I've got two coming in the mail from uh, from uh, oh, shit. Because M- Mary goes, Mary, uh, uh, Cult. I think it's how you pronounce it. Oh, Mary Cult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got two of those coming in the mail. Yeah, I'm very excited about those. Um, because I, I I heard about the first album on um they put out on Seiko Mart. Yeah, and I just I loved it, and I was I was so mad when I missed the first edition tape because I I got to it like too late, um, so I had to wait till the second edition tape and pick that up. Right, as soon as it went up. Yeah, sorry, mini disc, mini disc. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got a couple mini discs. Um, I recently actually was at the my local uh, half price books and I found one there for like fifty cents. And granted, granted, it's I can't remember what album it is. But it's the first time I've seen a mini disc in the wild. Mm-hmm. So 
<laughs> like, and, and you gotta think this is America, and it didn't take off in America apparently. Yeah. And you know, so there's not that many out there. There wasn't that many pre-recorded ones to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I looked online, and apparently it was worth like fifty bucks. So I'm, I'm I might sell because it's I'm not. It's like I'm into the music like so much. Was it yeah, new or used? Oh, well, used, definitely used. Yeah. Um, but the things are like indestructible, you know. So it's I, I put it in the machine; and it worked just fine. Yeah. Um, but it was just sort of, you know. What? Okay, no, I, I think it was the drummer from the Grateful Dead mm. or or some sort of band. Like it was this sort of like he was doing this sort of a uh, uh, African sort of um, drumming style, sort of very rhythmic, really. Um, visceral sort of sound to it and mm-hmm. you know i i could get into it if i was in the right mood but i i i guess when i was last to i wasn't really i was really feeling was like oh yeah okay this is this is something <laughs> mm-hmm. um but no made this uh it's something i'd like to get more into but the only places that who are are, are shipping them are all in the uk because the, the the place that you know the one place that still makes them is over there and it's just so expensive, and I don't need to get into another format. I want to, but I'm already into tapes, vinyls. I'm starting to get into CDs again. Yeah. Um. So I, I just, I just have too many, and <laughs> I just, it's, it's an expensive hobby, and I hate it. I love it, but I hate it. Yeah. You know, collecting music because it, it's so intangible. Because you got, you got. I don't know if I'm using that word right. Go on. Uh, regardless, regardless, but but yeah, I, I I have all my music on my computer. I can pull it up in a second. I can stream it on on YouTube or on Spotify or God knows what on your phone. So yeah, but my stupid mind in my stupid mind, there's something so cool and so magical about putting a needle on a record. And then music spits out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It's stupid. It's, Why do I care? It's crazy. But uh, it's pretty cool. I though. wish I wasn't into it so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've definitely padded out my collection a bit too much. I've definitely slowed down recently. Um, but um, it's it definitely it's definitely expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not looking for Electronicon because I'm going to be spending at least you know putting down a grand. Yeah, with Probably. the hotel and everything. No, no, I'm talking just the merch. <laughs> oh, right, I see. Well, I, I, I right. usually when I go to New York, I, I, I hit up a bunch of the record stops in there. Yeah, and I usually because usually they have stuff that I don't get out here in Pittsburgh because there's, there's like a ton of record stores in the area, but mm-hmm. only one of them has anything close to what I usually like to get, and even then they don't have it that often. Yeah. Um. So I usually like Rough Trade and um, Turntable New York I, are the two places I usually go to. Okay. And sometimes there's a couple ones sprinkled in there. Yeah. Um, Sweet. But, uh, so you're yeah. driving over, I guess. No, I'm uh, I'm taking the bus. I got my ticket for a round trip for seven bucks. Oh damn, that's sick. My bus t- bus I, I, ticket was one forty. Yeah, well, the thing is, um, but, yeah, from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia, they have the mega bus. If you book it early enough, if you know when you're when you when you're going, you know, when you book it early enough, you can get you can get 
sick deals. I went home for Christmas visiting family for like $5 last round trip. Nice. You pay more for a gallon of gas. Well, two gallons of gas. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, I'm visiting family before I go up there that week. So, um, yeah. And you say you're in, I don't know if they have any in up that way. I think it's mostly an East Coast thing. Uh, They might have like Bolt or some of the other bus things. Yeah, I'm just taking a Greyhound. Fucking cheap ass things. Greyhound. I I used to take Greyhounds, but uh, once I found out about this, I'm like, done. Bucks for a one way ticket. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, I want to talk about some of the uh, records you have on Business Casual. You've got some heavy hitters on there, a lot of smaller ones that if you haven't checked out Business Casual, I don't know where you've been, but check it out. Also, check out the other projects too it's Cordless, Soul Machine, Stab Something, and Byproduct. And Christ, yeah, you don't, obviously. You don't have to pick up those. You don't have to check no, those. but check it's them out. out yeah. Now, if you, if you really want to know who Christ is, who John is, and the journey he's taken, you can certainly do that. But Twitter, too. Your Twitter's hilarious. Twitter's probably the best place to, to, to find updates and stuff if you're ever looking for stuff on me. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I also I ship post a lot. So. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, but uh, uh, going back to business casual releases and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I being at it for six years, you know, you, you, you amass quite a quite a collection, quite a discography. Um, especially when you're putting out music as often as you know business casual is. Yeah. Trying trying to every every week, you know, doesn't always happen. Sometimes you have it off week. How has your process for doing that changed over the years? Um. Yes and no. It's a, a, as of as of late, as of like the past couple of years. Um, I I would say I rely on demos a lot, which probably isn't a good thing, because um, you don't always get the best demos. Because I, I I get a ton of demos, um, and not all of them are good. Mm-hmm. You, you hope they hope they're all going to be good, but uh, some of them just you know, good and. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm about, I'm about to, you know, call anybody out. Yeah. But uh, like, I, I, I'm just gonna rant at this point. Do it. Um, I get some really weird demos from people who don't even look to see what type of music Business Casual puts out. Really? And I'll get a rap demo, or I'll get a, like, and I'm not talking like you know a vapor rap or something like. Something that's on on topic, like I'm talking like southern, uh, 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 like trap rap, just completely left field. N- no, n- <laughs> I, then I also get like the Nickelback clones, just a bunch of like these these sort of but wannabe rock. like rock guys, and I'm like, okay, I, I guess we put out some music that sort of sounds kind of like that, but even then, the, the type of music I do put out that sort of a bit left field got a little bit more influence from that field mm-hmm. is still has its roots in electronic. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, just want to say that that gets on my nerves sometimes. Cause then you just think you just want to reply to them and say, Hey, love your demo, but, but not going to work on business schedule. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, a, a lot of people probably, 
don't don't like that I do this, but I don't usually reply to demos I don't want to work with at that moment. You do because, a release a week, you know, like. Well, with, I, get, I get a lot. I get a lot of demos, but like there, there are artists who you know will send in like a couple demos, you know, within a short period of time. And it's not because I didn't see it that you didn't get an email back. It's because I didn't feel I didn't. Yeah. I try to sign music that I, that I like, that I personally like. That's not, that's not always the case. There are definitely albums I put out that I don't particularly care for that much, but I know that other people care for them and or will pick up the tape or that this artist has something of value to say. Yes. And that they deserve the platform, whether I think their music is absolutely the best or not. You know? Or fitting or whatever, yeah. Exactly. I, I, there are a handful of artists who are like, I, I try not to. There are a handful of artists that you know are friends of mine, like personal friends or like friends that uh, I've known over the years from online and stuff like that. Uh, that you know I, I've worked with and signed because I'm their friend or because that you know I, I like their music so much, much that uh, I want to share with other people, and the best way to share. Uh, stuff with other people is, you know, through a label on, on a thing like mm-hmm. that. Uh, at least for me, in my case, I have this soapbox, and I'm just like, hey, why don't you just get up on the soapbox, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. And that's fine. Sometimes, like, I, I'll, I'll really like an album, and I'm thinking, this, this seems on brand, sounds good. And then it doesn't sell. It sits for months, and I'm just like, it, it really, it yeah. really bums me out when that happens. It, it, it doesn't happen too, too often, but at times it does happen. It, it, it always just sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's like on, what I've happened got, here? I, I, I've only got limited space, so like, it, it's nice to get the tapes in and then out. But for the tapes that don't sell, I'm just like, and then, and then you got to be, you know. You, you don't want to be the guy who's told the artist, like, I'm sorry, your album's just not selling that great. I, it's, it's, I, I, I like, yeah, it's, it can be very disheartening to some artists and I don't want, I don't like being the bad guy. Mm-hmm. That's tricky. Uh, and, you know, so, and, and that's one reason why, again, I don't reply to demos is because if I don't like them, it's better to just, you know, have it go off to the wind than to get an email saying, Hey, I don't like your music. Sorry. Yeah, well, it just takes a long time. There's going to be a lot of back and forth. They're going to want to know why. You're going to try and explain and help. And exactly. It's probably I, some people might not be like super reasonable. And yeah, yeah. It's I, I, I guess I just I just try to keep as much drama away from business casual and myself. For sure. So I just don't have to deal with it because it's I don't like drama. I yeah, can't dude. do that shit. Same here. <laughs> so you have a lot of artists on your band camp that we've talked about a little bit. Like, how do you connect with these people? I want to know some, like some funny or interesting stories you might have about someone sending you a, um, a tape, you know, making friendships, Dan Mason. Like, I know he's funny. He's a funny guy. Oh, Dan Mason is a who? Yeah. Um, I, I, it's going to sound weird. I don't have an extreme amount of stories. 
you know, I don't have like anything that's really that crazy or really many that they're that crazy. I, I, I try to keep myself very professional. I try to, I, try, mm-hmm. like, I may be like an idiot and, and, you know, a funny guy on, on Twitter or whatnot, <laughs> but when it comes to, when it comes to business casual, I try to keep it business, like, but casual. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I, I've talked to a couple of the artists, like, you know, as a more casual sort of, uh, uh, like conversations with them and, you know, and, and I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm happy for them. And, but, um, I, I, I don't want to like say, say, say the artist I'm a, I'm a friend with makes it, I'm, I don't like it. I don't think it's going to sell mm-hmm. if I'm already friends with them and I have to tell them, no, that's going to make it extra hard on me, yeah, extra hard true. on them. It's like, Oh, so you're not my friend or like that sort of thing. And, and, and that's why I try to, yeah. And maybe to my detriment, because you know, it's it's if I keep a, a layer uh, between me and the artist, you know, then then that then it makes it easier to work as a professional, you know. Yeah, going going no through feelings. that, you know. I, 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 and that, that's a not that I don't want there to be feelings or then there to be like a friendship or a possibility of friendship or just shooting shit or something. I'm, I'm, I like to think I'm a fun guy, but I, 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 I don't know. I just, I, yeah, you, there's potential I, I've been for online, hurt yeah, feelings. I've been online long enough to, to know that, you know, you don't mix business with pleasure. Yeah. And now the business casual has taken off to a point where, you know, it's, it's become its own thing. I really try, you know, there are a couple artists that, you know, I, I I've known for years and, you know, you're friendly with you and, and, you know, you want to be, you know, pal around with, but you also got to be, you also got to be professional about it. And mm-hmm. you know, so, some people, some people can't, can't do that or don't want to do that. And, and that's fine. And I'm, there's nothing against that. It's just something I, I'm just, I, I just sort of am, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I may be a stupid idiot, yeah, you know, man. but that's really, um, that's super cool. I can dig it. Yeah. It's a great. It's not that recipe. I don't want friends. It's just I, I, I want I want there to be a, a sort of you know a layer, know, a, like you said. Yeah, a, a layer. Yeah, yeah, a layer. <laughs> layer of, uh, in between. I read you. No, that's cool. Well, good on you because it seems to be working. Like you, like you said, you've been able to keep these relationships for a long time really well. I've never heard yeah. anything but great things about your label. And, you know, like I said, I'm a great fan of your work and your curation process. So I know I love what you're doing. It's a great, well, like I, I was about to say, it's I a great recipe. It. it really is. No problem, dude. <laughs> no problem. The the first real show I had, I think an audience of maybe like maybe 20 people. And, and that was uh, uh, opening for Archiflex back in 2016. Mm-hmm. And that was in November. 2016. Right. And that was my first experience really doing anything live. And uh, I think I'm going to do something similar to that with this one where it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's a little, it's an audio visual experience. Right. Let's just say that. Okay. It's an audio visual experience as opposed to, you know, me getting up on stage and, Going crazy on stage, w- wagging my hair back and forth, or some turning the dials, 
some stupid shit like that. Yeah. I, 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 if possible, I'll have a chair. I'll be sitting at my laptop and I'll be messing around with knobs and <laughs> dope stuff. And 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 you'll have someone to watch. Sweet. <laughs> uh, I will be I, captivated. Oh, I'm I'm sure you will. Um, I don't want to spoil anything about it, so I'm not, I'm not gonna go into detail about cool. that set. But yeah, uh, I, I it, it will be online sometime after the show. So if you missed it at the show, you can still view it and hear the 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 before the 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 sort of like like baseline of it. I'm gonna try to record exactly what I'm gonna do. Um live mm-hmm. but uh i'm still i i figured out ableton enough to get it working with video and audio and all that sort of stuff sweet but i haven't completely figured it out yet because it's this is technically the second time i've actually used it um <laughs> and the first time i used it i literally downloaded the night before my first the argiflex show and um i was trying to figure out how it works because I, I was trying to figure out how to get the video to play and be doing stuff with it. But then I realized I couldn't do that um, with the program I had on my MacBook at the time. Mm. Um, so this will take I, – I, I've done some practicing since. But, yeah. You know, it's, I'm still figuring out exactly what I'm going to do and how everything works there because it's, 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 it's such a culture shock. Coming from FL Studios to uh, uh, Ableton, Ableton. yeah, for sure. Like uh, <laughs> buttons, knobs. I'm fucking fine with that means. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. That's about how much I know about Ableton buttons, buttons and knobs. And knobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What else are you stoked for at uh, Electronicon? Like you go in there on the Friday, the tape well, swap. Okay. I'm. I'm Coming in Friday morning, but hopefully drop off all my stuff at the Airbnb I got. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to go to the tape swap first or if I'm going to go to a couple of local record shops. But regardless, I'll be doing that the first day. And, and I, I'm going to try to go to bed early enough. I'm going to try. That's the main word. Yeah. Go to bed early enough uh, the day the night before because I'm going to try to get up. Like sleep in till like ten o'clock, get up, take a shower, get over to the venue, and you know, mic check the stuff. Maybe go grab some breakfast and get ready for the show. And uh, yeah, what time? I'm trying to remember remember what order everything's in. Do you know what time like they're doing the sound checks at and stuff? Because the show starts at what, like two? Is it? Yeah. Well, I, I think I. I'm not exactly. Sh- I I don't know how everything's working just yet. Yeah. I, it's 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 still getting unfolded as as we go along. I'm getting information, you know, right uh, about you know how everything's going to go down. Yeah, cool. Um, but I, I'm good. I'm going to get there early, and I, I don't know what oh, the other artists are going to be able to show up. But I'll get there around you know mm-hmm. eleven o'clock. And cool. Any other I, artists okay. you're stoked to see? Well, I, I right now on my my list, I'm gonna try to see Spirit 
Esprit. Uh, how do I pronounce it? Um, I say Esprit. I'm going to try, try to get the very beginning of Dead Mason set, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to, um, or at least get that much out of it. Um, I'm kind of bummed. Like, like the the, the big artists I want to see are so early on while I'm playing, or like I don't know how I don't know how merch table is going to work at this place, so I'm not sure if I'm going to have to be standing at the merch table and selling stuff and, and stuff. Um, but I want I want to go to uh, Mesh's um, showing, but we'll, we'll we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Uh, Golden Liver Room, Satin Sheets. Uh, Fire Tools, Equip, Agent Carrot, Fair, George Clinton, Death Slamic Shroud. Um, those are the big names I really want to see. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm also excited for the after party because I, I, that sort of just sprung up on me. I didn't realize that was going to be a thing until mm-hmm. recently, like everybody else, I guess. And what, um, so what's happening at that? Is uh, 3D like Blast playing in that? Party. Yeah, 3D Blast... Um, Dead Dynamic Shroud is also playing. Had Cheddington's playing. Oh yeah. Um, Crazy. And then I guess Sky, uh, say Pepsi, Sky Spence. I'm not sure what he's playing with that one. Um, part of me, like I, I'm split between wanting to save for the entire Dead Dynamic Shroud set or going to the same Pepsi's set halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I think out of respect, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay for the entirety of the Destiny Shroud set because the amount of people that are going to leave for that is just going to be it's it's going to be so sad, you know. Yeah, that's fucked. Those, those uh, that that crew of guys is just you know they they deserve better. They deserve better. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to be. It's so stoked to see them. It's crazy. It's that we actually get to you know that they're coming and yeah. Yeah, it's. This entire showcase is, is crazy, and, and I, I just could be hooked on there at the last minute. And I'm just, it's a yeah, it's exciting. Dope. It's it's an exciting experience. Mm-hmm. I'm very very happy to uh, to have this opportunity. And yeah, I'm not. I'm going to try to not squander it. <laughs> try is keyword. Mm-hmm. Are you bringing uh, anyone, we'll or just you? Uh, just with the moment, I don't know if I'm gonna uh, find day one to bring because I do have an extra ticket. I've been thinking about giving it away. Um, yeah, on Twitter, but things it's, it's getting too close to it that you know, even if I did, chance Charlie probably would get a, like a bus ticket, plane ticket, mm. or whatever in time. You know, that's gonna be worth it. Like, right. So I, I I might sell it. I might just if someone who shows up, I might you know do a trivia thing like, Hey, if you could name this, 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 so you can have my ticket, you know? Yeah. Sort of cool. I, I don't know. Or, 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 I'm sure if someone hears this before the, the show, uh, and th- they might message me saying, Hey, can I have your ticket? And I'm like, and we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, I think there are still tickets up on that website. They put up whatever it's called. Yeah. Well, they're, they're like over a hundred bucks though. It's like, Oh really? <laughs> what? I, I, I thought it was supposed thought, to be a non-scalpy website. Uh, you could you could charge however much of what I think it was. Um, Not like uh, StubHub. There was another one. You know what I'm talking about? Um, uh, e- Eventbrite. No, no, no. It was like they uh, one they made just for the show. 
I I I don't know where that is. Four letter word. People are gonna be like screaming in at me right now. Fuck if I know. Um Yeah, if I don't if I don't get it in like ten seconds, we'll 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 fucking we'll cut it. Oh, I'm on their Facebook page. Uh, okay. Here's the Eventbrite page. Yeah, it's not Eventbrite. Well, I think there was a link on there to it. Now I'm just kind of curious. Light. I, want to see how- I got it. It was light. L-Y-T-E. I think you can like request tickets there. If your plans change, you can put them on there. And it's the official ticket exchange for uh, the 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 event. L Y T E. L O L Y T E. Okay. Yeah, Electronicon Light. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. It's you can like request tickets that so you don't like see how many there are and shit. So you could probably put it up there. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. Da, da. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I hit myself. Okay, what were we talking about? I don't know. Whatever. On to another question. If you were to have to explain what vaporwave is to a child or something, how would you do that? Okay. You know, you know how you kids like your Fortnite and your uh, and your. Uh, I don't know. Video games? Video video games or something like that. Back when I was a kid, we had the same sort of things. And when you're older, you're going to wish you had your Fortnite and your video games back because you're going to hate life and you want to just go back to that. Yeah. (laughs) So, and you're going to feel... That's what nostalgia is. Fortnite might might be around forever, though, you know. It's crazy. Maybe Uh, not, I I read you. Yeah. I, that's a bad way of putting it. That's that's a funny, stupid way to put it. Put it, but like, I, I don't. Know, it's it's taking, taking what's foreign to you, or or, or taking what's what's. You're gonna take I don't it again. I, I, I don't know how I would explain to a child, because <laughs> it's. I I, 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 I I to an adult I would say it's it's, post plunder phonics. It's experimental electronic music uh it's you know all these all, all these things that an adult w- who who's has any modicum of an idea of music at all would know but to a child it's like what the fuck would you say to a child about vaporwave it's it's because i think it's like it's inspirations to a child are just so so foreign yeah because they haven't lived through the time that that a lot of a lot of artists pull from, as well as they're not old enough to be nostalgic for anything yet. Mm-hmm. Or if they are nostalgic for something, it's 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 very short term, and it's not like how we're... I, I'm nostalgic for the YouTube poop scene of 2009. You know? They're not nostalgic for anything yet. Because they have nothing to be nostalgic about, because everything's still new. Right. I don't know. It's it's. I kind of mentioned that on one of the regular podcast episodes, and it's something I think about all the time. And my friends always tell me I'm wrong, but I swear I'm right. Like I think there's something special about the '80s and '90s because of the rate 
of change. It was a lot slower. Now things change so fast that there's no time to build up nostalgia or like eras of shit. You know, like the yeah, boombox era, I, for example. I completely dis. I completely disagree. Disagree. There are so many. Oh, there's so many pockets on the internet. Any child that's on the internet now, in ten years, will think about that specific pocket of the internet. They'll think about the the the, the people they talk to on forums or the the Facebook groups they were part of when they were sharing memes about, about their mm-hmm. you know a TV show that was going at that time. I I I, I think like. I'm nostalgic for stuff that that like, I, I, the, the the kid who's into the Ugandan knuckles memes of today is going to be nostalgic for that in ten years. Maybe, yeah. maybe not every kid. You don't but, think but, it like, passed too fast like, though? Because I was no. into that from the beginning, and I don't think I'm nostalgic for it. But maybe it works differently because I'm I, 32. <laughs> may, well, it, it, the thing is, the thing is, I just. You you say you're 32. Okay, you're 32. When you were 10, that's like that's that's uh, early 90s, like mid mid to early 90s, right? No. What the fuck am I thinking? It was 92. Or I'm um, sorry, 97. 97. So it's a mid. So I, I I can't remember what the age. I think it's like between six and like 13 is your most impressionable impressionable years or something mm-hmm. so those things stick in your mind the most okay for me i'm with you for me th- th- that was that that was my like my most impressionable time was between you know 2000 and like one and 2000 like 10 no yeah that doesn't sound right yeah, i was definitely like seven years seven years or so right like, but 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 I I'm I am completely nostalgic for like I wish I can go back to the internet of of like just ten years ago. You know I miss parts of the internet. I miss parts of that, and the fact that I can't go back to that and I can't relive that. Like, you know, someone could watch a TV show and when they're a kid and then watch the same TV show when they're adults. I can't go back to a lot of these things. A lot of them are gone. A lot of them are unaccessible. And, and I, I I don't know. I, I, I think kids in the future will still be nostalgic for these sort of things. <laughs> and that's too... I, I don't fucking about it. I'm just... I'm... Yeah, they might. I just think the things go too fast. I don't know. Nostalgia for me takes a long time. But, but it's, maybe is, it's just going to be different. When you're a kid. The way you experience it. Well, that, as well as when you get into a thing, like you could be in that thing for months. Like you think about kids playing Minecraft, you know, a couple of years ago, and how, how like that, that Minecraft is coming back around already because people are already nostalgic for it because it's it's one of those things that they spend so much time with. You got you got me there, bro. Things. Like I'm not. I'm, I brought you got knuckles up as a just jokes, not joke. As, as just sort of an idea of something. Yeah. But like vaporwave people, kids that were never into 80s and 90s, but were into vaporwave, will be nostalgic for vaporwave 10, 20 years from now. You know. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Yeah, that's really the, the interesting. Kids, I've never had it explained to me know. like that. I really appreciate it. You've en- you've enlightened me a, a little bit. I would say. Because I mentioned my close friends, they always disagree with me, and you disagree too. So maybe I'm fucking crazy, man. 
Well, no, I, 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 you're not wrong in thinking that because everything does go by so fast. But the thing is, but then you, then you got to think about how fast things went before even the '80s and '90s, and how slow everything was even before then, and how people were still nostalgic for that stuff for different multiple you know? things. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I, true. It, it's it's something it's it's built into human nature. Yeah, to be nostalgic for things that were were part of a what feels like a better time, a simpler time when you weren't, you know. At a nine to five, or when you weren't responsible you know, for things, exactly. <laughs> and and going going back to watching, you know, a Fresh Prince YouTube poop on my Wii in the basement of my house, mm-hmm. you know, chuckling at at sus jokes, you know, <laughs> I it's nostalgic for me. It's stupid. I it, it it's just like you know, kids who are nostalgic for the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. That's but me. you're nostalgic for it because you were really into it at that point. Oh yeah, I had the pouch. And you want to go back? You want to go back to that? You want to go back to that point where everything was just so much easier? Yeah, I need. And, it. I and need to the explain pouch. that to a child who hasn't who hasn't gone far enough, you know, to explain Vaporwave, which is is almost entirely based within nostalgia. Whether whether or not you know, everybody thinks of it like that. You know, there are people who think it's a critique of capitalism, capitalism or yeah. some bullshit like that. A lot of people would yeah. say it, yeah. The I, I think it's thing. all based in nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's a fucking amazing answer. That's the best answer I've ever got to that question. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Dude, it's so true. You can't do it. The kids have not. They do will not. They don't know what nostalgia is. Damn it. The, the, it fucking blew my mind. Eat. <laughs> Even to a kid who's just like like a fifteen year old or like a thirteen year old getting into vaporwave, they're not gonna get into the vaporwave the same way that like we got into vaporwave. You know? Maybe yeah. They got to it because it sounds cool. I got to it because it sounds cool, but mm-hmm. I stayed because it was it was a way to 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 express myself in a way that I felt I could actually express myself and get the point across, um, instead of just you yeah know, goofing off. Yeah. Wicked man. Well, I'm glad you did because I love your music, dude. Fraser Wave. I appreciate it. Love Fraser Wave so much, and uh, all your, a crap ton of your records. I love, I love them all. So you kind of mentioned some changes over the years in Vaporwave. Uh, what are your thoughts on the growth of the genre or the? I don't know if it's a genre, more of like a methodology or way of life, sort of. I don't know, but the transformation, the changes over the years, maybe some of the fallouts. Um, I think that there's been a lot of changes for the better. There's been a lot of, um, sonic changes as well as concept changes, a step back from entirely, you know, the sort of 80s theme with everything, the sort of, uh, 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 consumer capitalist sort of, you know, is evil sort of themes with a lot of early stuff. And it's certainly grown to, you can make Vaporwave just about anything, you know, and have it still be relevant to the genre. Uh, I would agree, certainly for the better. I miss some of the older stuff, maybe just because I didn't get to experience it. Nostalgic for that, yo. Yeah. 
Um, no, I, 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 I also think there's been a couple of things that have happened that, you know, have been, well, I, I, in retrospect, I wouldn't have changed anything that's gone on in the scene because everything helps it grow. I, you know, looking back on Dream Catalog and like Christmas of like, like holiday 2016, 15, uh, there, there the was countdown a thing? few. Second, the, the countdown thing you're talking about? No, no. Well, yeah, during the during the um, during like the winter of like 2015, 2016. I can't remember what year it was. Um, when Dream Catalog was making a huge shift and and uh, going hard vapor and vaporwave is dead, like for real this time, you know, sort of thing. I actually thought at that point that the you know genre was going to cave in on itself because this this monolith that was Dream Catalog at that time was was starting to you know uh, uh, really you know push away a lot of you know artists and people um, and you know I don't know that they've ever really bounced back from that in the eyes of the community. I think a lot of people still see them with stigma because of that, because of that, um, yeah, that, that, that huge meltdown that happened. Mm-hmm. And I, I, at that time I thought the, the whole genre was going to implode on itself because of that. And, and people were just going to leave the genre in droves because of that. And, and just the, the, be, you know, running a business, business casual at the time. I'm thinking like, Oh, this is terrible. This this is the the bubble's gonna burst, like it. it but they didn't, and then, you know, I, I don't know. Did, I, I don't even know what was the question again. We're kind Sorry. of lucky it didn't. The growth of the genre over the years. I'm kind of one thing I would say would it if we could go back and change it would be fucking yeah. Todd. Uh no. I want my I, records, I man. Well, I think it's like it it, it 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 opened a lot of people's eyes to be skeptical mm-hmm. of a lot of these people who were who were selling stuff. Because not, not at, at what cost? Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Um, hey, I, I got my record, so I'm not complaining. <laughs> nice, but um, but but that that's the thing. I I as bad as that was, I think it taught the community that if you don't if you don't follow up. With your, you know, with what you say you're gonna do, or, 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 or at least give, you know, refunds or something like that back, then you are fucked. You are dead to the community, and you, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. It, just a symbol, you know. It's, it, it sucked that it happened, and you hope it never happens again. But it's, it's, you know, you do that. It was <laughs> kind of like... expedited. You're right. It was kind of like a turning point. Like everyone was like, you know what? No more, f- no fuck, no more shit ever again. Yeah. Right. And so, because because I, I do remember there was a time when there were like like tables popping up every day, and <laughs> I just said tables pop. Oh yeah. <laughs> tape labels popping up every day, and you know. So some of them just wouldn't ship tapes, but things they were just, they were so small and and insignificant that you know they didn't get any press. But when you have this huge monolithic release like Macintosh Plus's Floral Shop, not getting it sent out to buyers, 
that you it, it brings that 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 practice to light and yeah. anybody who's had to deal with that in the past glad that it happened people should have got their records if it didn't happen i i feel like that sort of practice of you know selling stuff and then not shipping it out would mm-hmm. continue happening on a smaller yeah. scale yeah you're probably right dude good point i did not think about that either again like i like i said you know everything happens for a reason and i i think some good no matter how small it is came out of that sort of shitty yeah. situation <laughs> um, hell, hell i was surprised to get my uh human story 3 record at all after that whole snafu yeah. i waited a year and a half for it to come in and when it did oh Oh, it was a beautiful day. A year and a, a half. A beautiful day. Yeah. Jeez. Like, I, you I was must so have happy not been fun. expecting it at all. No, I came home one day and I saw a record. And this is also around the same time when I was really like buying a lot of records. So I was just starting to really get into to collecting records. And yeah. uh, the box came. I opened it up and it was like, Cuba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't order any records. I guess you did, but. Crazy. Yeah, I, I, I was expecting a record, but I wasn't expecting that one. And mm-hmm. when that came in, I was jumping for joy because it I, it was my favorite album of 2016 is when that came out, probably, I, yeah. I think. Um, that was my favorite album of 2016. And uh, that was the album that really got me back into listening to James Farrow and really exploring his entire discography and just seeing how good it was. Mm-hmm. You know, Wicked, without that man. album, I don't... I don't know. I'd be uh, into stuff still. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a question from someone that works on the magazine. Mm-hmm. Question for you. Uh, it's Deliriously Daniel. Daniel, he's the lead writer on the mag. Um, I. It's kind of like me, him, and there's a there's a few other people, but he's one of the main consistent writers, um, and not just like overseeing it, but he writes a lot as well. He's fucking amazing, so definitely check his work out. I, I've seen his name on uh, uh, the magazine in multiple places. So, nice. Uh, yeah. the Actually, issue eight just came out. I guess we could talk about that for a He's got a little, uh, uh, what's it called? Not an article. Like a little, uh, he's got his own, fuck. Maybe it is article. His own. Yeah, he's got some articles and shit. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Check him out. Deliriously Daniel. His Twitter's hilarious. Um, I think it's like D underscore D maybe is what he goes by. I, I'm not certain, but anyway, uh, here's his question. How have you perceived the multimedia evolution of vaporwave beyond music? As in like video? Sure. Um, or is he talking like, you know, MTV clothes? use out oh, clothes? I don't know. Uh, let's, well, let's deconstruct it. Okay. Well, if we're talking about cl- something like clothes, um, I I don't know how I feel about them. Well, uh, what's the okay? What's the question? What's the talking? multimedia evolution of vaporwave beyond music? What do I think about it? How have you perceived it? Oh, how have what, I perceived? What's your perception of it, rather? Okay. Well, what, okay. What does perception mean in, in this in this case? Like, what do you th- think about it? Oh, what do I what's think? What's the experience okay. been? Well, uh, I don't. It's been know. three hours. This is this is long. Yeah, yeah uh, we're almost done. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, 
As far as clothing goes, as like, as far as clothing goes, I think I have, I think three or four vaporwave themed. I think five now. Yeah, I've got a big, huge George Costanza all over print shirt. Nice. Um, I've got a replica shirt. Uh, oh, from a, uh, uh, Warner Tricks Point Never. Yeah, and I've got another uh, Warner Tricks Point Never shirt, but that one's way too small for me now. Um, I got it when I first got to it, and <clears> I definitely <throat> got fatter since then. Um, uh, and I've got I've got a Mac like a original run Macintosh Plus sweater. Uh, one of the early ones, not the. Uh, 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 Vapor ninety five ones. Mm, sweet. Um, and then I have a Christ shirt. I've got a ton of Christ shirts. Yeah. So many Christ shirts. You, you gonna be bringing any merch to sell at the show? I guess you're taking the bus. Or... Oh wait. Yeah. Oh, are you? You're. You're, you're glit. Jake. Uh, uh, I was talking about shirts okay. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You got the original Mac Plus. Yes, the original Mac Plus plan. <laughs> Mac Plus. Um, Sweater from like 2015, 2016. Nice. Um, I think it's a second run of it technically, but mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 the it's the old one. It's uh, with whatever company she was working with beforehand with the logo eyeball thing. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, well, that's close. But things like I, I, I don't know that I see many people. Out in the wild, wearing a vaporwave apparel, mm-hmm. or or, or vaporwave inspired in apparel. Um, granted, you know, I like to go authentic. I, I wear, you know, in the I love the fall because I get to break out all my windbreakers. I love my windbreakers. Um, <laughs> got a bunch of members only jackets that I love wearing. Yeah, in the uh, fall and winter and spring. Um, so I can't wait till it starts getting cold air out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like um, fall too. Like leather jackets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got this really nice members only brown leather jacket. It's it's like a 3XL. It's too big for me, but it, it just hangs off me, and it's so nice and cozy and warm. Yeah. And it just looks good. Yeah. I look good in it. Nice. I love it. <laughs> Sick. Um, but, um... I, I, I guess I just I don't perceive much of it. I, I'm not. I don't really think that much of it because I just don't see it very often. At least where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure if you're like you're living in New York or L.A., you might see some sort of tween with it on, you know, because he's doing it for the Instagram or something. But you know, I, I I guess I see that as very much a normie sort of thing for the vaporwave community, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I, I I don't see actual cool, vaporwave though. guys. You know, walking around in in really crazy, you know, vaporwave stuff mm-hmm. because they have more sense in that, and they're probably introverts as well, so they're not gonna put themselves out there like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't people, wear their own shit as well. So. Yeah, like I, I'm not gonna be wearing a Christ shirt at my thing. I I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to think out what wardrobe I'm gonna wear. I'm, I'm between my Sam Hyde shirt and my uh uh uh. uh, uh Value select shirt. Nice. So, um, I'm still figuring that out. I don't know what pants I'm wearing. I don't know what shoes I'm wearing. I've got a pair of 
knockoff Balenciagas I got off uh, uh, Craigslist a couple months ago that I love wearing, but they're huge and and they just look stupid on me. But I love them because it adds extra like three inches to me because I'm short and they make my legs not look as fat. So <laughs> yeah, I'm short hey. too. I hate it. Yeah, it's, it, it, could, it could be worse. At least, you know, my personality fits my height and weight. If I was tall and skinny, I'd be an asshole. <laughs> maybe. Or who knows? Uh, maybe I'm still, maybe I've, I've always been an asshole. I just don't have the courage maybe. to say anything. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, that's a good answer to the question. We could we could ponder on that. We could um, ruminate on that question all day, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, uh, well. That's that's as far as close. But as far as you know, I guess I don't s- s- see a lot of vaporwave stuff outside of the you know internet. Multi-media. Everything, everything on the internet, you know, it's all on the internet. It's like there's nothing yeah. in the real world for me, and that sort of sucks. It's like, I I'd, I'd probably be doing more live gigs at this point. In my, you know, excuse me, quote unquote career, if it was a a thing that wasn't everywhere instead of just one place, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of these genres have like their place where they start and that's where they are until they spread to the rest of the world. Vaporwave started with the whole world and just sort of we're going to New York. Yeah, we're going to New York. <laughs> or LA or wherever, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. I just, I just, I just don't see it. Yeah. Like I, I think, I think in my entire time in living in Pittsburgh, I, I was at a thrift store one time. And I saw this kid with a one or tricks point never hat on, and I was like, dude, I was gonna walk up and say nice hat, but he had his girlfriend with him, and I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be weird. I don't want to create mount. Plus, I'm the fat oh, guy at, at a thrift store. So, is that really going to look that good? Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's my fault. I got a phone call. Uh, um, I have to fucking step out for a moment. I ordered food, and I guess that he can't get into the building to go to my door. I, I feel I get that all the time. <laughs> so I got to go run downstairs and let him in. All right, I'm back. Uh, what's the story behind the end of the biz box? Uh, it's technically not ended. It's still an ongoing thing. It's just, well, I, I've, I'm starting to run out of tapes to repress because I, I've started doing all the tapes as they come out. Yeah, just, 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 just so people can be like, I, I want this on tape, you know, and just so it's fresh in people's mind. People can get it when they first hear it. Right. But I, I, I haven't stopped completely thinking about the biz box and I would like to get back to them and I I was talking granted this is a while ago I was talking with the artist about getting a biz box for them but I haven't talked to them in a while and I probably should to be honest just to follow up but um that that's a, it's it's not gone it's just vinyl has 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 been a lot bigger than I anticipated it to be and it's also a lot yeah. more expensive. Time-consuming. And time-consuming. Especially, it's almost as time-consuming to ship as it is to ship a BizBox. And technically, you know, BizBox does better for me than a record does. But yeah. um, it 
it, it, it is a lot. And as well as, you know, if, I, if I'm ordering, you know, 200 of each tape, and in that, this podcast itself, I'm just, I'm stuck with, you know, three tapes that I, I, I can't sell until well afterwards because of how I, I do things. Because it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like a, a limited time thing. And if there are any extras, then, you know, they go up later. But I've been burnt on a couple yeah. of this boxes already. And, you know, so I, I, I've been, picking and choosing which ones I want to do and pursuing. If that makes any sense. For sure. Perfect sense. So, Thanks for the transparency, by the way. Yeah. I, I, again, it's, it's not something Excuse that's me. gone completely forever. Uh, yeah. Th- there, there are thoughts in the old noggin of what to do for another one. It's just, it hasn't happened yet. And I've had my, my hand in other cookie jars at the moment. Mm. Great. That's exciting too. That's, I guess, uh, my my next question. Maybe, do you have anything that uh, you know existing fans of Christ or Business Casual can look forward to in the future? Um, Upcoming future, maybe. For Business Casual, um, of course, new music every month. So, always got to be looking out for that. Um, Every week. Well, every every week. Every month, you know, uh, all the time, all the time, yeah. But um, <laughs> but uh, at the moment, there's nothing huge planned for business casual. Um, I've been noodling with a couple of records that could be pressed. Um, but I, again, I, I'm still, I'm still very hesitant about getting into records like full blown, like you know, my Pink Flamingo. But again, right. my Pink Flamingo, uh, for the most part, re-releases previously released albums that have already proved to be, you know, mainstays. So they can do that and, and not have to worry as much as getting a new album in and have it flop and then it being stuck with 200, 300, 400 records of that. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I only have so much space and only have so much of a budget, <laughs> you know, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, if a, if a tape flops, you know that's not a huge deal, because because I, I can recruit that on the next one. Even if the next one fails, I can recruit that and that on the next one. And even if that one fails, I I I, I can basically have five. Fa- I can have about five yeah. to six failing tapes, like next to each other, and still be all right. If I have one, I, 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 the reason why I, I waited so long to get back into vinyl was because of how Dark Sleep was received when I first put that out in 2015. No. Yeah, no. When did, when did I put out that vinyl? I think uh, 2015, 2016 is why I put out the vinyl. And it, it just, it, it was supposed to be a big deal. And it was supposed to be the first of many. And it did not perform nearly as well as I hoped it was. Damn. And I've I've thus been very careful and very selective of what <clears throat> I put on, on record. Yeah. Uh, since then. You know, albums that, you know, are, are, are that have become mainstays. You know, uh, Dan Mason's um the Gagas um and of course, you know, Windows 96 is 100 mornings 
has has blown up in a way I I did I didn't expect. So I want to beat the demand and bring the vinyl out for that. And then um, uh, 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 I can see the cover of it. Uh, FM Skyline. Um, yeah. And putting that out was you know. I, 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 it was it was part of like his idea, my idea. We were working together on that, so we I, we got that made. Um, I just I I just was very very burnt out on that first release, and that didn't do well, and it just kept me from making more sooner than I did, and it yeah. it still it still got me you know being very cautious because because again. You know, I, I can make a lot of tapes and, and sell a lot of tapes and, you know, have people be able to get their physicals, physical copies of an album that way for for a lot less money for me and for the for the people buying it, as well as um, I could do it a lot more often. But with a vinyl, I, I, I don't like taking huge risks like that without mm-hmm. knowing... At, at this point now, without knowing that it's it's you know a, a pretty surefire thing that at least it'll I'll be able to sell at least half of them, make at least my money back pretty quickly, you know. And then let them trickle out slow. I I I, I, I could deal with the trickle, but you know, yeah. I, I, if I if if I have to wait like a year and a half to to get even, you know, that that's I I don't want to I don't want to have to deal with that again because that that really did. Mm-hmm. It really was soul crushing because the album is, is is a great album, and I was I was just dumbfounded because because this is also when when vinyl was really like actually starting, but it, it, like in the vaporwave community, but it, it hadn't really taken off like full force until a little bit later, until like yeah, until like uh, my pink flamingo came out and really really pumped out a bunch of stuff at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Weird. I always wondered why the hell didn't it sell? Well, uh, it could be a myriad of reasons, and you know, again, we all make mistakes. Um, I, I, as as a first record to put out, it may not have been the strongest choice, even though at the time I thought it was. And and also, you gotta think like most most the music that that you know. Is vaporwave is sample based, so in trying to get the first record made and make sure it gets made and not gets you know, you know, in in some sort of copyright claim loop or something, you yeah. know, I wanted to make sure it was an album that you know wasn't like blunt on the head. This is just samples slowed down, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. I could I could have, uh, definitely albums I could have done that with and they would have sold quick, you know. Yeah, but uh, final one that was good. And minimal sample usage or very well hidden sample usage as was definitely the, my my choice for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What's your favorite YouTube video? Oh, actually, I think I have it in a playlist. Um, favorite. Tupac Alive. Impossible or is it? Tupac Alive. Let, let, Impossible let or is it? It, it's 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 15 seconds, but it's 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 the best video on YouTube. Okay, maybe I'll just watch it real quick. Death Wish Three. Death Wish Three. 
Johnson. Charles. That is the best video on YouTube. There are many that have come before it, but I don't know that any anyone's better have ever come after it. Oh my god, I do not get it. Uh, it, it's, you know what? Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and the funniest thing about that, the funniest thing about that is, I, I, I don't even know if it, if it was really if it really was um uh, what's the word intended. It's it's very similar to a segment out of a um, track from Negative Land on I think Helter Stupid, and I didn't realize the connection because I, I don't I, I think it's I don't think he was that smart enough to think about that, but he has done some really uh, uh, off the wall sort of things. Um, this, this is this is a video by Radock or. I don't know what it goes by now. I think it goes by some sort of really long string of numbers and letters now. Uh, you could probably follow my Twitter somewhere. But, um, man. I'll put it in the, in the description so people can check it out. Oh, yeah. No, this, this is a classic. I, I even commented on this uh, over a year ago. Oh, it's so I just replied the other day. I just knew for some reason you'd be a rat. Okay, yeah. Well. <laughs> Sorry, that that is my favorite video on YouTube. Nice man, that's, that's, I, I, that's I, I, wicked I, I, that you could pull it up so fast. I, well, I've got it's 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 on my favorite YouTube poop playlist. Nice, and I've got a hundred and four videos on there of just pure pure gold. Gold, yeah. YouTube gold. Do you have any favorite vaporwave releases that like maybe weren't on Business Casual, like your favorite shit ever? There was an album that I received as a demo back in 20... It was either at the end of 2014 or beginning of 2015. I was at work at... Like, I was in I was in college. I was at work at my local cafe where I worked as like a daily guy or something. Um, and I was on break. I was going through my emails and I saw this demo thing come in. I was like, I was sitting there. I got my headphones in. I was listening to the song. And I listened to the first song, and it was, it was this intro track, and it was so good. It was the best introduction to an album, a conceptual album I have ever heard. And then the second song hits, and I, I was like, oh, what? what? Wait, mm. okay, I skipped that one, and I go to the next one. The rest of the album did not, at the time, when I first heard it, feel like the album that that intro was leading up to. And I, I dismissed it at that time. Going back years later and listening to that album, because it was eventually released, I, I got it. I, it. It clicked. And I was so mad that I had the chance to put out this album. And I said, I, I said, no. And I think that was like, that, that was one album that, you know, I, I was, I was very close to putting out. And why well, I, 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 it was one album I, I, I really like now. And I could have put out on my label. There's a ton of 
albums that you know an artist set that I would love to work with, work with, even in the vapor, vapor community and outside the vapor community, of course. But um, it's just let me, let me see if I can't find this out because like it's I don't know if it's still online anywhere because I think it was taken down because um, mm. it's the um, Illuminati that intro track. Yeah, give me some, well, it, 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 it's a very story-driven intro track, and it just, for some reason, it just, it works so well. Um, and I, I don't know. Are the daily searches? Okay, well, it is on YouTube, it looks like. So I can send you that link. Um, there you go. But uh, th- this was this was at the very beginning of Metro Soft, or, or not Metro Soft. Um, what, what was the genre he came up with? Because um, this this was one of the like main guys. Again, this this is this is a blip on the radar and cardboard future. Yeah, I think that's what the the name of the. Uh, the label was because this guy had made this label for, for this thing. And, um, it, it's just, Oh, it's, it's gone. You can't even download it anymore. Fuck. But I, I, I get a blip and, and again, I, I, I had the out and I could have released it. And I'm so mad. I didn't, even though, even though I don't know that it really would have done very well. And I was probably right not releasing it because it, it probably would not have done well. But I think it's completely missed, and um, it, it's it's definitely yeah. it definitely got the vibe of like you know a James Ferraro album, and and that was right in the same time I started getting back into James Ferraro because I it clicked it it, it I had I had to grow up a little bit more in order to get it. Mm-hmm. It goes back to what you were saying, sort of about why you created the label and i think to use a word uh preserve might make sense yeah so it's like you miss the chance to preserve this album yeah if it's gone from where it was before then i don't know if i would be able to have saved it from that because artist wants me to take down album i'll take down the album you know no questions asked you know yeah Um, true because there could have been tapes in the wild Exactly. Hey, there could still be tapes in the wild. Who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll just you know, make one of these puppies and you know for myself or something. I don't know. There you go. Um, yeah. But but what is what was the question? Because you you asked what vaporwave albums what? Uh, what just what has been big for you in the vaporwave scene? Maybe something things that you haven't released. Your favorite albums, records, artists, people, whatever. That's definitely one of them. Um. Of course, you know, you know, with people like Chase Ferraro. Um, uh, I think it's like I didn't. I listen to a lot of vaporwave. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of artists that you know are big that I just don't feel so attached to. You know, I, it'd be nice to to work with uh, Death Dynamic Shred on putting something out, but you know, I don't know if they'd be down for that or something like that. Um, to be honest. They, 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 they've gotten to a point where they don't really need a label to put anything out anymore. You know, they can mm-hmm. pretty much put it out themselves. Or if they want to work with somebody, they could actually work with uh, one that's got a little more stature than 
now. This is casual, even though we've been around for a while. <laughs> um, there's still other labels that are a lot bigger than us and have a lot more clout. Um, sure. Um, you know, let's, let's let's you know, let's just take a look at the. Uh, right. Let's take a look at Write Your Music, the top Vaporwave albums to see if I, you know, because if they're the top Vaporwave albums, someone's got to like them. Um, like, I, there's a lot of artists out there that, you know, I listen to, but they're they're mostly ones that everybody, like, knows. Um, the smaller artists, you know, I, 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 I'm just... Strug, I'm struggling. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? We could just call it at the end of your story about uh, the Illuminati. Yeah, sure. Let's just go. That was a great story. If I think of something, I'll, I'll bring it up. Okay, cool. Uh, I've got an, a question from a fan of yours. His name is Polly, and he wants to know what influenced, what were the influence influences behind social justice, whatever. At first glance, it's a love letter to the early internet culture, but he was wondering if there's any deeper themes or if it's meant to be a time cap- capsule of sorts. Um, well, originally it was supposed to be, well, as the title, you know, says, it was supposed to be sort of a a joking album, a, a very much a, um, a album to sort of offset um, No Lives Matter. Because of how 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 that album is, it's 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 very dark. It's very personal. It's very, you know, it's it's after coming off the heels of that, I couldn't think of what to do next, and I was thinking to myself, why don't I just try to take what I did on YouTube Poop Death, which was uh, right in the middle of of No Eyes Matter. Um, and make an album around the same sort of concept, sort of elaborating on that sort of time in my life and where I was then and where I am now and going from, you know, being on online and the sort of stuff you come in and out of seeing. Granted, it's not in any real order on the album because, you know, if it wasn't ordered, then it, it sonically it might not work so well. But all these things sort of mishmash and turn to I guess my time on being online and the fact that yeah. I overlaps with other people at all is you know just sort of a, a, a plus a bonus um, I don't know it's it's it was originally supposed to be a, a lot more political in a way um, I ended up turning mm. that down a bit Mostly because of you know, you know Donald Trump winning the election, that was sort of a shock I didn't see coming. And I already released the name of the album, and already had the you know anagram for it. I'm thinking it's too late to change the title now. And plus, you know, I I really do like the title of it, whether or not you know it really has the same meaning it did when I first started the album. So you, if if I understand correctly, you used to make. Uh... Some clothing with business casual on Redbubble. Do you have any plans of reviving anything like that? And that question comes from Cardian. Do you, we have clothes on Teespring, I think, or or one of the sites, T Republic or something? Um, 
if, oh, yeah. if, if he's talking about, I'm not sure what he's talking. If he's talking about business casual stuff, or if he's talking about my failed clothing venture, uh, I think that's the one with, okay. as Christ. Well, it, it was its own brand. I was trying to do a, a, a clothing brand, coming off the heels of um, working with another company um, back in you know my early days of college um, on like full color, full like full print shirts. This is like before Vapor '96 or Vapor. Yeah, I think Vapor '96 is what it's called. Um, and I was trying to get into that game, so I had ordered a couple of, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, um, test shirts. And actually, uh, I, I think there's a picture of me wearing it. Um, I think that the picture for I, I submitted to um, Electronicon, I'm wearing the one of the shirts that I got made, and it was the YouTube Play Bar shirt with all the Play Bars going up and down like stripes on the uh, on the shirt. And I made I had a couple of those made and I think I've got one left that I haven't sold. So I only sold like three or four of them. And oh, yeah. no one of them. Uh, they were too expensive and they were expensive to make and they were also too expensive. Um, so I quickly learned that that was not the way to do it because I was so used to you know, making all the tapes and making all the CDs and stuff like that myself. So going to make somebody like I, I contacted Alibaba and bought a bunch of T-shirts off China from China, and um, that's how that came to be. Just and, went at it. And then when the, those those failed, I decided let's just do this on whatever site I use. I, I it might have been Shopify yeah. or something, but they basically made the shirts and then. Um, you could buy them there or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. They were full color prints things. And then no one bought them there, and that was fine because, you know, I wasn't really paying too much attention. I was spreading myself pretty thin as far as all these different projects Maybe. I wanted to do while I was in college. I was, I had a lot of fire under me at that point. A lot yeah. more than I do now. I was a lot more hungry <laughs> back then. Yeah. Even going back like four or five years. And I wish I still had that same hunger I I, I did then, because uh, mm-hmm. I feel myself slipping a little bit. Like I, I'm doing business casual, and that's going fine, and it takes up my time, and that's fine. I get to do my own music on on the side, that's fine, but I don't do nearly as much video art, like painting. Just stuff like that that I used to do or or have the the urgency for. Mm-hmm. I think in in growing older as a as a as a kid, not as a kid as a as a person in college. My my mindset was, if I don't make it now while I'm young, I'm not going to make it when I'm older. So I got to really put my nose to the grindstone now. Because once you hit a certain yeah. age in the art world, in the internet world, you're you, 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 you're worth you're worth not much, and it's very hard to make a comeback after you pass like a certain age, and you lose that sort of um, ability to really try new things and be open to new things, and I I don't know I 
Yeah. I, I, if that makes any sense, I wish I was a lot more... Uh, I had the same sense of urgency I used to have. Because I, I, I feel like I've lost that as of late. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe it years. just requires more thought and effort because we have so many more responsibilities it's like oh man i used to explore that all the time i used to love that it's like i think maybe you are right as we get older we don't get to participate in those things as much anymore and we start to miss them and but the, it's, it's, like, it's not even i don't not have perfecting the time, our craft i have the yeah. time to do it that that's a thing that's the worst part of it. i just I'm, I'm 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 so comfortable in where i am that I I don't do those sort of things that I mm. feel I should, but even when I feel like I should, I still don't do them because I'm too fucking lazy. <laughs> I you need a kick in the butt. I need more than a kick in the butt. I need a fucking you know gun to my head saying do it or otherwise you're gonna you know you're gonna miss out. You're you're not gonna get the another chance to. You know, I said yeah. one reason why I'm, why I'm I'm wanted to really get into the electronic con thing, or well, I, I put my hat in the ring for the electronic con thing because that's it's a pretty, you know, it's a thing that could, you know, I, I'm not I'm not saying I'm going to gain like a thousand fans from it because you know, I'm sure a, a couple of people there who are already fans of me are going to be there, whatever. But you know, it's 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 a way to get my name out there. It's a way to forward. Not only my brand, but myself. So it's a lot of work too. It, you know, you're gonna maybe you'll get more into the swing of things after you spend two or three days out there uh, grinding it out. You know, I I, I I hope. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll I, see. I, feel, I feel like I've gotten a lot more depressing as this podcast has gone on. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry because we have an amazing question from Swarly to lighten things up. Uh, why do our feet smell and our noses run? <sighs> you know what? Why is the sky blue? That's my answer. That's just subjective, yo. Yeah, why, 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 is, why is in the sky a, a, a teal color? Why is the sky... Um, this is a stupid fucking question. Who, who asked this? <laughs> Swirly. Give me the name and number. I need their address. I need to go kick this guy's ass. He's awesome. I love that guy. But I, when he put that question, I was like, "Yo, man, you got a question?" He was like, "Yeah, sure." Um, I had to Google it because I was like, "Is this a quote or something?" And I saw someone's amazing response. I like. I guess that's a common question or something like an old wives' tale question, whatever. Um. Your noses run because your brain is leaking and your feet smell because they grow out of your ass. <laughs> okay. I thought that's, that was hilarious. That's one way to put it, I guess. I think I, I saw that on Reddit or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, dude, it's been fucking amazing talking to you. Like, seriously, I think I've made a, a new friend here today. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you having me out here. Well, not really having me out here, but having me on your little podcast. Traveled well, a long ways. Yeah. I, I, 16 days and 16 nights it took me to get over here. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like people to know about your label? Um, I'd, I'd like people to know that 
if we are putting something out on Mrs. Casual, we're putting it out at 12 noon on a Friday, Eastern Standard Time. If you ask me, when when is this coming out? Chances are, <laughs> it's coming out on a Friday at 12 noon, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, that's, that's, that's one thing you got to know about my label is Friday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. <laughs> Cool. EST for short. There you go. You got uh, you got anyone you want to shout out before we hit the road? Uh, um, shout, shout out George Clinton for letting me come to his uh, Electronicon thing. Hell yeah! Um, shout out to sure. every single business casual artist because I'm not picking just one. Because you're all amazing. I'm not I'm not saying none of you are not amazing. You're all amazing. All amazing. Um. And um, all the artists out there who are making the grind and doing time, you know, not actual Shout time. Out to you guys. Yeah. No, I Shout hope not. Out. Yeah, <laughs> not actually doing time, but spend the time to grind. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting kind of tired. We've been, we've been doing this what four hours almost. Oh my god! Yeah. Holy <laughs> crap! That's definitely the longest one. Freaking technical difficulties, man. Oh, yeah. Terrible, terrible technical difficulties. Freaking technology. Freaking internet. Um, Gotta get Bill Gates in here. uh, Freaking Windows 96. (laughs) Windows 98. All right, man. I guess I'll let you go. It has been a long time. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, like I said, great talking to you. We'll see you at Electronicon. Oh, I'm excited. I'm I'm, I'm excited too. Nervous, but excited. But. We'll all have a good time, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be wild. We'll talk to you soon. You have a good night, man. Thanks a lot. Peace. Peace. All right, guys. That was my conversation with Christ, or the owner of Business Casual. Thanks, everybody, as always, for sticking around. It was a lot of fun, and I hope you guys had fun, too. Definitely follow uh, Business Casual and Christ on Twitter if you haven't. His Twitter is a lot of fun. So definitely check it out. There's a lot going on there. Uh, yeah, so we have some, we got a lot of music to play for you. I've been blessed by Christ <laughs> to put in some music, uh, my choice, my own curated choices uh, at the end of the show. So first we'll play some music by Christ and then we'll get right into the business casual stuff. All right, we'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon. We have a very special episode upcoming in just a few days, and then it's time for Electronicon. Woo! Everybody, if you see me there, you guys know what I look like, right? Come say hi. I want to talk to you guys. Take care, everybody.
and they're just like dead center in the middle of like all the all the boxes with textbooks and there's a couple posts of like people's ex-girlfriends or whatever the fuck. There's just some Instagram filter that nasty ass white hook fucked up. going to get to music from the artists on the business casual label first song we have is by probably my favorite record actually on the label it's by 1969 the album is called beach soft or hashtag beach soft and the song i chose is called cruisin here it is Baby, please, please, 
song is one of the earliest records on the label. It's uh, Summer Paradise by Architecture in Tokyo. The song is called Summer Never Ends. Next up, we have a freaking amazing artist. Doesn't get talked about enough. I think I need to have him on the show. It's Phoenix2772. Uh, and the album is The Midnight, and the song is Midnight Drive. Enjoy.
And now we have a song by Pangea. Some of you may know him. Very nice stuff. Oh, there's a sound outside. Sorry about that. Uh, the song is Brightwater, and it's from his record Climate. Or Climate Global, if you include the uh, kanji. Cobalt Road is up next with a song called Sleep from their album Purgatory.
Here's a song off of a record. One of the first, I think the first Vaporwave tape I ever purchased was this is Desired's Love Story. And the, t- and the song is uh, Broken Heart. Enjoy. A song by Vantage. The album is Summer Vibin. And the song, I, I'm just going to call it smooth, but the translation is, I think, let's make it smooth after work. That's, a, that's good. Too. I like that. <laughs> Here it is.
Next up, we have a song by a brilliant producer I've talked about a little bit on the show. It's Fiber. If you don't know Fiber, definitely check out his stuff. The song is from his record 810, and the song is Seraphine. Now we have a song by Pop Up. Album is Delicious, and the song is called Feel, and Keep On is in brackets. Here it is. Oh, 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 
Next up, a really amazing artist, Yumi Rose, with the song Hazel Eyes off of the album Reflections. Now we have Back From Hell by Curb Cobain. The album is called Driven. Thank you. 
Next up, we have Room Noise by Mare off of his album Roti. Next up, a really awesome future funk artist. If you haven't heard of them, check out their shit. Barb Walters from their new record, Pleasure. The song is Island Dreams. Thank you. 
And if you're still with us, last up, a song by Local 86. The song is called Soul Music off of their album Semblance. Thanks a lot for sticking around, everybody, and we'll see you next time.